If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friend zone. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in the zone. She's musty. Whoa. She's musty. <laughs> She's musty. <laughs> Yes, he, she's musty. Dustin. Yes, I knew he was gonna play that, and yet still somehow I walked into it without even trying. So let's talk about it, right? Because I generally try to stay out of you know <laughs> women's that? business, right? Y'all know that's the sound bite we play when it's time for a reckoning. Okay, a reckoning within reason, but a reckoning nonetheless. Now, I generally, you know what I'm saying. I stay out of women's business. You know what I mean? I'm not, I have no, no dog in that fight, you know? Uh-oh. So I stay out of it. But in this here case, I'm sick of this motherfucker. All right. This is a person that they're the mere sight of them has irritated me. And they had the audacity to put their mouth on the younger talent. Now y'all know I'm a, I'm a man of a certain age. Okay. Wait, what? What did I you miss? Know, you know, I'm a man of a certain age. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, and we are here on this, on the friend zone. Okay. We're people of a certain age. And one thing that we all agree on is leaving the door open for the youth or for people that come after us. Right. And not being an old pine wood, not hater (laughs) of a person. You know what I'm saying? Fist balled up, hating on the new generation. I saw an article and Kaya. (coughs) Okay. Okay. Kaya. Yeah. Kaya. Throw pillow, titty ass Kaya. Okay, she, wow. uh, she, now I, you know, I love Kaya's music. I ain't gonna front because art is art, and and mm-hmm. I can separate it. You know what I'm saying? And and I, I would be lying if I said that she had songs I didn't like. But what I don't like is her personality. I thought it was funny that you know I love a good rhythmic cusser. I love a motherfucker who knows when to kind of pole vault those cuss words into the, the conversation and knows how to do it with accuracy and finesse. I applaud and respect that. So I always took my hat off to her and wish she would have put it on to cover up them uh, knotted up mange ass, uh, growed over ass locks in her head. But that's another conversation for another time. Then she put her mouth on Trina consistently, still to this day, hating on Trina every chance she gets. Really? So making up the worst lies that she can, all because she's been jealous of Trina's rise and her mm. uh, stagnant nature of being. Uh, then we know she put her mouth on T.S. Madison. T.S. Madison, out of the kindness of her heart, and shout out to you, T.S. Madison. We love yes, you over here at the Friends We love you. Happy belated birthday, girl. 
We love you, man. Yes. Like, congratulations on everything you doing. But everything. Kaya put her yuck mouth, her, her 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 zigzag mouth, okay, on T.S. Madison's name after T.S. Madison had opened up her home to her out of the kindness of her heart, you know, and, and gave her a job, you know, doing the Queen's Court. And then she fucked that all up. Being ghetto, you know, T.S. Madison, of course, steamrolled that and went on to heights of greatness. Now, she didn't put her damn mouth, uh, her, her, her Texas chainsaw ass mouth, okay? She didn't put her mouth, her circular saw, sawzall mouth. Oh my God. She put her mouth on the new young girl, Sukiyana, sexy red, you know, the new young rap talent that's known for having a, oh, wow. a shock value to their lyrical content or a shock value to their presentation. You know, you know, Sukiyana be on the floor and shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And it's shocking to people or whatever. Suki with the good coochie. That's right. So <laughs> Kaya going to say, don't compare. Because, you know, people have, are, make the argument that oh, no. that sort of shock female rap is not new. You know what I'm saying? Because other artists for long, for many years have said things friend. like that. <laughs> she was down in the basement. Her phone was oh, on because we all remember when her phone got cut off on live. But uh, oh, she no. was down. You did. You don't remember that? I'll play it for you <laughs> I, if you don't. I didn't. <laughs> She's like, my line got suspended. Y'all don't remember that. But anyway. I didn't catch that, yes. She was down in that same basement in front of that same paneling that stinks full of mold and and, uh, asbestos and shit and rot. uh, Dry rotted ass wood. Beams falling. Shit creaking. Ants eating. Anyway, she's sitting in front of that old wood and uh, talking about, you know, don't compare me to these whores. Uh, these young whores and shit and then saying just vulgar, filthy things about Sukiyana, Sexy Red. You know what I'm saying? Alluding to them being, her being morally superior in some way over them. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, these girls are 30 years younger than Kaya. Right? These girls are younger than Kaya. Whole generation. Kaya's a grandmother. Literally. <laughs> and ain't nothing wrong with that. It just means your kid had a kid. You know what I'm saying? Right. You the one that's trying to make it an old versus young thing, you know? And I just found it to be quite hypocritical. Then we all know Shamarco, the internet influencer. Um, I believe he has scoliosis. Yes. Yeah, he has a, a mouth that's not the best or whatever. She was making comments about his. I saw a, a video. She was talking about him, first of all, which to me. You Kaya? Know, yeah. And then she said that she really was saying horrible things about him. And she said something about his teeth being messed up. Immediately, I, you know how you put one wow. hand on your left thigh, you cup the other thigh with your other hand, and then you look side to side when you can't believe somebody says something. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. I couldn't believe she had the audacity to say it. So this one's for you, Kaya. You know, you asked for it, you got it. We think that you literally are the bottom barnacle of the barrel of the sea, under the sea. Okay? That is where you belong. You literally cling to the bottom of boats. You're a filthy animal. Uh, your clothes are selling and dirty. Uh, you wear uh, no more sheets like Juanita Bynum said. You know what I'm saying? You're over there swaddled in all that material wrapped up around your head oh, and shit. Incense blowing and cowrie shells and rocks every goddamn where, but you cussing hey, people out. Like, it's not that I way. I need to catch not, trace. Yeah, not okay. Not in your way. You got the not your way. Not your way. Not your way. You I'm have, like, not him you got you got me. stones. <laughs> you got stones. That wasn't no shot at you. You got stones. She got rocks. It's a difference. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, Kaya, this is for you. She made comments about y'all ain't never seen my pussy or my ass on on the Whoa. on the uh. Thank God. We haven't. Thank we God. didn't want to see Girl. your face, your hands, or your feet. But we've had to see those things. And in fact, where you does was she the, do this? Does in her she basement. talk on in her van? 
Oh. No, I mean like is she on IG Live? Sometimes Twitch. She has okay. multiple IG you said accounts. Twitch. <laughs> she, you mean, said Twitch. She would be on I itch. Yeah, she'd be on itch. Okay, Kaya, the Twitch streamer <laughs> with them open wounds, smelling ass body. Oh my god, she's a horrible person. So Don't I just thought that ideas. it was, you know, very hypocritical. I thought it was absurd in nature for her to try to separate herself from these young girls that's just trying to make it like she did. They let her slide yeah. through talking about her neck, back, pussy, and crack. Let Su- let sexy red talk about her coochie pink and booty hole brown, and let Sukiana talk about eating a nigga's ass. Cause that's, that's what the part I don't get. I remember right. Kaya's song being like, "Whoa, back in the day, mm-hmm. right?" Mm-hmm. It was like, "Whoa, yeah, this like is raunchy." Especially when you hear right. talk about her grandma looking ass. So you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Fuck Kaya. That's all I wanted to say. I'm sick of her and her under boob. I saw a picture. She was trying to look sexy, and she was like turned around. Poking her ass up and then her underboob was out and I was just I was just wanted to take a bounty paper towel and soak up the oh sweat and condensation oh that was leaking oh under her arm and titties. Okay, so that's who Kaya is to me. Okay, she is. I always thought that bitch was fake. You know that. I always thought that picture was fake. I, I thought they added titties to that shirt. I wish it was fake. Because it's so. always used on Twitter where she's like this, and mm-hmm. it's like the brown nipple. Mm-hmm. It's real. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. Shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know why the weight, the inflection yet. It's real. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, fuck whoa. Me. Because she looks like a monster. AI That's why. got me fucked up. <laughs> Teen Wolf, that Kaya. So, you know, with that being said and understood, fuck Kaya. And welcome to the friend zone. <laughs> we can look <laughs> into all things mental health, mental hygiene, and oral hygiene, Kaya. Because who in the hell wants a motherfucking train track ass mouth like hers? Uh, hey, friend. Hey, Asante. How you doing oh, without Kaya in your lives? <laughs> Happy Halloween, How y'all. Doing? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yes. It's and October I have 31st. candy. Hey, oh, gonna be, you hey, got candy. This is going to be my first year, right? My first year handing out candy. I bought, so, first of all, candy is expensive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is. Why did I think the bags were going to be like, you know, $5? <laughs> no, did you have to pay by the pound? No, you know the little sacks. that uh, I went to Target. Oh, Maybe okay, that's why okay, I fucked up. Okay. <laughs> but I went to Target and it had... um. The little row aisle with all mm-hmm. the candy. All the so I'm here candy. grabbing it and not paying attention to the price. And I go to check out. Yes, I checked out. <laughs> it, it came to like $50. I was mm-hmm. like, what? But mm-hmm. I only got like four bags. Mm-hmm. Sound about right. So give them kids Holy. two pieces of candy. Them bags be running like from seven forty nine like to twelve ninety nine. Yeah. Like, oh, so how, no. so <laughs> how much candy considering... I only got four bags. How much do y'all give the kids when they pull up? Well, like, well, how, many kids you, how many kids you think finna come by? Like, how many? Look, how many schools in the neighborhood? <laughs> look, you might have to do a little research now. Just, I mean, this to... is definitely that type of neighborhood, like families. I like that. You know? I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's very much that with families walking with their kids. So I know it's gonna be. Well, I'm guessing it's gonna be a considerable amount. So I don't well, okay, know. So, I'm like, you don't so want to give them one piece. <laughs> well, so just so put out the first two bags, so you know how how it's rolling, and then you know from there do the last two bags. Oh, y'all so, don't give it to the kids. Y'all just put the bags out I, on I the table. I, I would I give not. it to the kids just so I wouldn't have to go out there and touch none. A whole bunch of other little, you know, children are filthy human <laughs> beings. 
For real, they but touch and snot. But you don't touch them. Don't they just hold their little bag open they or say, their bucket you and then you just there. throw that's it in? That's what I yeah. throw it in there. That's what yeah. I would okay. do if I was, you know, I don't know nothing about this because, you know, I ain't had a holiday. <laughs> but I believe if I had a home like you have, I was giving out, you know what I'm saying, candy. <laughs> and that's why this is my first time because last year I messed up. Y'all know why I didn't have candy. But... <laughs> <laughs> and I followed the rules, turned the porch side off, and they still knocked. I felt terrible. You know, kids but don't give a damn about that. that they in want the New candy. York, <laughs> growing up, obviously, y'all knew I say it all the time. I grew up in the projects till like my early 20s. And I never, you don't knock on people's doors in the projects. <laughs> Unless you want to get candy to beat dangerous. the fuck. Are you crazy? <laughs> it's just not a thing, unfortunately, for us. Just we weren't <laughs> trick or treating. You just get the candy from school. And that right. was it. And maybe your mom or dad or whoever brought you mm-hmm. something. But so this is like exciting for me. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I don't I'm know if like, the rules I'm have so changed. I'm happy to be able to participate and make these kids like smile and excited. And then they get home and dump all that candy, which is yep. terrible. But uh, I'm excited. I haven't thought about I haven't thought about that in forever. Like what right? that was like. Because when I used to trick or treat, like that was like an A1 feeling when you would like dump all your stuff, see everything that Every, you got. Just on the floor. And then like, I never you'd be trading candy with it. people. Oh, I'm basing this damn. on movies. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so <laughs> well, sad. I see, I didn't. Well, see. Well, I'm thankful that I did get to trick or treat now because I, I didn't. I don't think I trick or treated often, but like I do have like a few memories trick or treating. Like mm-hmm. I can remember like wh- I, one year I was like a Power Ranger because I remember I was the Black Power Ranger. I had the little voice changer and everything. What? Shout out to you, mom. You know you went Your up for that. Your costume you, had a voice changer. That's what? sick. <laughs> it had to look. Cause you know I was the Black Ranger, so I had the little voice thing. You had the little the toy, black, like the everything. Black Ranger or the black color costume. Both. Oh, it's a, oh, it's a, hey, they made the nigga well, wear black. Well, yeah, back the first Power Rangers, the nigga was black. So it was like a thing, you know, it's like, OK, we got the nigga Ranger. Well, I mean, it wasn't. Why? Why the black man wearing black I clothes? I thought he wore red. I felt like it was appropriate. Red was the leader. Oh, I mean, I well, the Power Rangers have changed over the years. So I think that maybe there was a black Ranger. I mean, a black Red Ranger at some point. What Anthony Brown used to say, hidden racism, 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 racism. <laughs> yeah. That's what that was. <laughs> Instilled into me as a child. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but tell me, you would walk around your neighborhood and trick We would go around. So I, I lived in, a, so uh, in one of the apartment complexes we lived in. We would, And it was a big ass apartment complex. So that's why I, when I was thinking about the treasure, I would have like, you would literally, you you didn't have to go to every house, but I would try to go to every house. And sometimes they'd be like, all right, well, we're not going to make it to these last sets of buildings. I'm like, well, I'm going. But I would go. There was like an Asian family. Shout out to y'all. I hope y'all are blessed. They used to keep a... Uh, these big ass, like you know, those big ass like courts, uh, like uh, buckets, mm-hmm. like huge ass buckets with candy and money in there. Money. So it's like, like dollars? I'm telling you, like five dollar bills, twenty dollar <gasps> bills, like random money. So it's like, and you couldn't reach in there. So what they would do is they would bring out this big ass bucket and they would take a scoop, or they would, and you could scoop a bunch of candy and go. That so, is like, you, so fascinating. See, I was thinking of them? just putting the bowl what? of candy would, out there. Why and letting would you the kids rob grab? the people that are giving to y'all every because year? They got all the money in that thing. To. So fuck Dusted the scoop. Though. Just take the whole. See, look, see, look. <laughs> I have my pushy shit. Badass. Kid. <laughs> look, I mean, I'm, I'm sure at some we point, we getting forty three eleven. 
<laughs> While you playing, this wasn't a good apartment complex I was living at. So at no, some I'm point, maybe that did happen to him. God bless some people, because you see how you still remember That's that dope. shit to this day. Hell yeah! That's why it's important Hell to yeah. do that when you live in a community. That's why, friend, I am really glad that you're giving out candy tonight, because kids Me never too. forget shit like that. They yeah. don't. And I know they're gonna be excited. I told y'all last year, the little girl that was like. That lady with my dad isn't my mom. And yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Kids is crazy. I was like, whoa, maybe you shouldn't tell people that. That's I don't probably know who the fuck was in that thermostat now that I think about it. That's as far as her ass. Show me your booty. Let me Show, see if my dad likes shake it. Shake your booty. <laughs> I'd be thinking about that, friend. I'd be like, that is so I should press the button and be like, happy Halloween, ghosts, or whatever y'all are. You should should wave your bags of candy in front of it, too. (laughs) But I'm excited. Are y'all giving out candy tonight? Hell no. No. Damn, Scrooges. Somebody might get a little Mr. Good bar. Well, this damn show gonna be an almond joy. You know why? Because <laughs> <laughs> almond joys <laughs> and mounds don't. And mounds don't. <laughs> what a metaphor! What a metaphor! <laughs> Woo! You know what? Somebody well, like that should be the Mr. title Goodbye. of the episode. <laughs> mounds don't. <laughs> So we texted to y'all. After, after old as a hill. And <laughs> hey, thank y'all for the warm reception of that because I knew I wasn't crazy. Other people had heard that. You know what I'm saying? I never did and I have been saying it all week and that shit old has to it every time. Because it makes you think like, damn, a hill really... <laughs> the sediment rock of a hill, a hill oh has really God. been there. <laughs> All right, wait. How how were your weekends? Did y'all do anything fun? Um, I had a great weekend. Yep, spent time with some friends and uh, just had a good weekend. It's Halloween weekend, so there's a lot of parties going on. I was doing a little bit of work, traveling a little bit on the East Coast. Um, so yeah, great weekend. How about y'all? Asante, did you have fun? Yes, my weekend was cool. Um, it was a little hard because I did have a little bit more free time. So I was spending some time on social media and it's always been a lot of stuff on there. So trying to. What you mean, friend? You know, just the war stuff, the Keith Lee stuff, mm-hmm. like all oh, of it. Like have people have been tagging it. you. I know people have been tagging yes, because, you. Yes, because it's Anything Atlanta. Anything with Atlanta. <laughs> it, I mean, it's like, I'm grateful that it's not Lake Lanier stuff, but like, it's still some Atlanta effed upness. So it's like, Same why can't y'all here. tag me in the positive Atlanta stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like, anyway, that just was a blow. But outside of that, I had a good weekend. And uh, before I uh, before I forget, shout out to everybody from last week that showed up to the Wednesday wind down. Hey. Um, that was so fun. We had so much fun. We it was great. I, <laughs> yes, we were dancing. I had about 100 people coming in. A lot of first timers. It's always great to have some first timers. A lot of returning people. The chat is always wild. So fun. Um, so a lot of what we talked about there, some of that bled into the weekend, which was funny to me. But yeah, it was a good weekend overall. How about you, friend? How about you? How was your weekend? What you it get was into? good. You know what's funny? I actually went to a rave, which was <laughs> di- <laughs> different for me. Um, 
<laughs> so Whoa, no, 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 <laughs> right, right, no, because no, no, wait, no, 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 let me no, explain. No, let me okay, explain. Yeah, thank so you. it was like a Halloween party. I didn't know. Okay. I was, it was a Halloween party. So a friend of ours, shout out to Machine Drum. He's a really dope producer, uh, DJ. He's it. Okay. Like he's bomb. So a lot of you listening may know who he is. So he was pulling up to Portland to DJ. And mm-hmm. he just said, you know, it's a big Halloween bash. Da, da, da. And I'm like, oh, we should go. We go. We pull up and it's like a warehouse. So I'm like, yes. oh, this is different. Like right. on the side of the highway. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah. And so we walk in and it's like people, you know, with like a bunch of stuff happening. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. a glow sticks and glow balls and slinkies and all kinds of stuff hanging off. Of it. it was cra- it was actually cool because I've never seen one in real life. I've only seen them on TV. And it was <laughs> Mind awesome. You, she didn't say I've never been to one in real life. I've never seen one in real life. So Fran was very much there, but <laughs> observing everything going on. She was Yana there, but was she wasn't the, there. You know what I'm the saying? The funny thing is me, I'm so New York that it's disgusting. I pulled up in like Eastlands. Y'all remember Eastlands? <laughs> yes. I can see the little tag right now. <laughs> With the little leather Did you do laces? the strings? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't some Eastland uh, with a hat. Uh, <laughs> uh. I just looked so out of place, but, but you know, but yeah, because I didn't have a costume, so I didn't, I didn't get to think that through. But it was still really fun, and the music was incredible. Everyone was high as balls and just mm-hmm, jumping yeah. and like twirling and doing a lot of. Tips. It was a good rave. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I was like, this is cool. It's a vibe. It was weird because there's probably two black people there. Hello. Mm. Y'all know where I'm at. But it was it was interesting, you know, something out of the norm. <laughs> have y'all rave. ever been to a rave? It was mm-hmm. cool. I have not, but I have friends that rave. Like they be like doing all kinds of different parties. And I'm like, oh, that is so awesome. I've been to several. Like, it's cool. I just, really? you know, all I do is enjoy the sidewalk and drink. So for me, mm-hmm. it's like a different environment because people, you know, have other um, forms of entertainment and parties on. like that. Right. So sure. I, it's not really my scene. You know what I mean? Right. With no judgment whatsoever. And every time I've oh, been in that environment, you know, I love an adventure. I love going um, somewhere where Same. I don't know anyone there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and I there's several of those parties that take p- place here in New York, specifically in Brooklyn and Queens. Um, mm. So they're always going on. One time, this is a really special night. And I is also it diverse? Really, um, being yeah, in New York? absolutely, okay, very diverse. One time, me and a group of people um, that were connected to someone that I was there with, we all went to one of those parties, and it was uh, you met at this one particular meeting point, and then followed a trail into like the woods over an overpass over the highway down into the woods on the other side and then you go through this whole trail on a forest where there are people guiding you every so many you know whatever and then finally you get to this opening and there's like tents and um like a bar area and then just people fucking partying and lights flashing everywhere out in the middle of the woods it was the most crazy experience ever so it's always fun i love different parties like that same Mm -hmm. and i think that's the part that was most impressive was like the light show Mm -hmm. and even the djs the the like the booth they were djing behind had lights on it the screen behind them had lights on it there was lights on the ceiling there was there was like girls um, hanging from the ceiling in these like 
um, circle things. That? Yeah, those mm-hmm. circle things, and they're like kind of doing all kinds their of shapes and, and yeah, uh-huh. with their legs. Yeah, it was it was so cool. Like I love that. I shit. just I imagine like... if it was more diverse. Yeah, and then the music <laughs> was crazy. They had all kinds of dope <laughs> DJs. I wasn't familiar with any of them outside of Machine Drum, obviously, mm-hmm. but. It was really, really dope. Which is great because like, you discover cool. new DJs. Yeah. yeah, there was a guy named Alex Perez, which mm-hmm. apparently he's like a big deal because everyone flipped out. When he came out, he was the headliner. Mm-hmm. They lost it. All the phones came out. So I was like, okay, I'm late. I don't know who he Everybody is. is. I looked him up. Yeah, like they Can lost they it. He was Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was but it was a cool experience y'all know i'm all about that just stuff that Hell i'm yeah. not usually a part of and even though mm-hmm. yes i was more on the observation deck but i still have fun what i dance and yeah. drink <laughs> you know i'm an in and out raves go, <laughs> raves go until like six seven o'clock in the morning oh, what, no, time no, no. what time did you get there well, I got there because he didn't go on till like one eleven. Oh, no, okay. he went on at eleven. So I got there at like eleven. <laughs> His whole set was an hour. So I left at like twelve one. <laughs> yep. Good. Oh, Listen, oh, we applaud the effort nonetheless. Fantastic. Yes. I'm, I wasn't was, gonna stay that long. I you just was did because I didn't want to leave. Yep. Yeah, for me. You yeah, did your due diligence. Mm-hmm. I was. Look at you. Girl, <laughs> you've done it again. These <laughs> white girls you, came girl. up to me. They were like, you are so beautiful. And was like shooting their shot. I was like, this is yep. different. Sorry, what you say? Uh-uh, <laughs> bitch. I know what you're doing. <laughs> but my friend, if you was in the element, you know, that would have been cool, you Shoot know? in a shot. I was like, okay, I'm mad at you. Now you, you blocked it. <laughs> it was probably my Eastlands. <laughs> <laughs> it was like look at this Ooh. tough one here in the corner but it was she cute. might not I'm like seasoning either <laughs> <laughs> so that was my weekend something fun something light um let's jump in <laughs> do you guys have any announcements actually before we yes jump into this shout out to everybody thank you so much for supporting bet on black on revolt don't forget oh, thank you yes. so much thank you thank isn't you isn't the thank pitch you. episode tonight i saw uh yep. shanti posting about it uh, this is we just aired um episode two this week um you can find it on the revolt app and on the revolt youtube channel um and also the episodes air live well they air originally initially on linear well y'all know what i'm saying mm-hmm. on the revolt channel yeah. the episodes mm-hmm. air on monday nights at 9 30 yeah. and then on tuesdays streaming, they go to the other platform, streaming in the youtube channel so thank you for watching it's been so that's good. smart Shout out to that they put it on their youtube channel too because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't even have access to linear so yeah. it's yeah. good that they thought of the streaming community yeah. so you can put your <laughs> eyes on it and show your show everybody tambi in you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that you can. So thank you for supporting Congratulations. that. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, yes, thank you so much. And congrats to Shanti and the Sable Collective. Yes. I'm so proud of you. That's so exciting. She did so yes, good. Shanti. So good. So shout out to them. Yeah, that's it, y'all. Perfect. So let's All jump right. into the black business. So <laughs> remember I mentioned the Creamalicious, the mm-hmm. black Creamalicious. The black woman owned ice black. cream brand that's <laughs> available at Target. You know, y'all like wiped out the shelves. Word. Unbelievable. Like I Word. we just I'm telling you. It's so God, that makes that's me amazing. so happy, right? And so it made me inspired because I was like 
okay, the what I realized is that Target is accessible, right? And relatively mm-hmm. affordable, which is why it's easy to kind of point out the black brands that are there mm-hmm. and people just go straight to them and support. So I was like, what we should probably do is just continue highlighting the black brands at Target. And obviously we've been working with Target for many months. They did not Sorry, ask us Target. to do this, but we love Target genuinely. Okay. And I do like that most people spend, I mean, most people pop up at a Target every week. Like yeah, that's I mean, just, <laughs> at some point in the month, most of us are popping at a Target. So I wanted to put y'all on to another brand called L Olivia. And it's an intentional girl's apparel, which I love, created by entrepreneur and founder Marty McDonald's. This is her with her daughter, for those of you watching. Oh, so cute. So cute. Oh, hey, Marty McDonald's. Right. And so Marty McDonald's says she wanted to raise her daughter in a way that would help her dream big. And the L. Olivia brand brings that vision to life with pieces designed to help every girl see themselves as strong, powerful and confident from a young age. So if you look, it's kids pajamas. I can't. So cute. So cute. And that's so cute. So they have like obviously little black kids on them. They have sayings like dream big, you know, beautiful mm-hmm. princess, those types of things that are just really nice. I think y'all know how I am about words and frequencies, yeah. vibrations, all that being on a kid's body. Yep. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. Especially if they're going to sleep with that. I'm definitely the person that goes and grabs PJs when I'm at Target. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cozy Bay. So to think that there's black owned brands that we might not be aware that's so are created cool. by mm-hmm. black creators is really cool. So I definitely wanted to highlight her. This is only for kids, but like I said, in the next coming weeks, I'll continue to highlight the black brands available at Target. So if right, you have about kids, the children. This for the children, y'all. This yes. for the children. And I know yeah. with the holidays with pictures, you know, Instagram, people have their PJs. Childhood yeah, period. Season. Pajamas are such a warm spot of your childhood. They represent good times <laughs> at home or wherever the fuck, sleepovers. Like, pajamas are special. So I love this idea. And shout out to right? um, Marty, Marty McDonald. Yeah. So good. And so your daughter, Tammy in. <laughs> so check out L Olivia, that's spelled E-L-L-E. O-L-I-V-I-A and it's Intentional Girls Apparel. So ask for it, check the tags. Maybe they have a section. I know sometimes uh, Target will have the brand's name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which sectioned I think is off. really cool. Yeah, sectioned off so you can kind of tap into Target. everything that, yeah, that that brand yes. has to offer at the store. So L Olivia, check them out. Right? Amazing ideas. We have so many black brands at Target. I was shocked once I started doing the research. I was like, oh, I could literally do this for the next four or five months and not run out, which is wonderful. This is a great idea. And thank you because it's also like when we think about black brands, sometimes we don't think about how accessible they can be. So to know that they're right there at the Target, you know, like, oh, I could just go on down and grab that when I'm there tonight or tomorrow or on my way to work, you know? Yeah. And what happens too, and, and I speak from the experience of peers of mine that created products that made it to target Mm -hmm. the biggest like half the challenge is making it to target Mm -hmm. but the other Mm -hmm. half is getting people to know that you're in there in their cities and that you know the product is available a lot of people just don't have that type of marketing spend Mm -hmm. and so that's the part where they tend to fall short and so i imagine and you know a lot black people are only what 13 percent 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're not a big percentage. Yep. So sometimes our brands, unfortunately, fall to the wayside at these stores. So I'm glad that we're going to highlight them. So next time you're getting PJs, you can look for the black brand. Next time you're getting your ice cream, look for the black brand and at least test it out, see how you feel about it and support them in the meantime. That's so, right. Yes. L. Olivia, check them out. And that's it for this week's Black Business Highlights. Let's jump into the recap segment. Last mm-hmm. week's episode titled Old as a Hill. Thank you so much, Dustin Ross. It was a shoot the shit Old episode. <laughs> no hot button, no segments, just whatever wanted to come up. And of course, those of you listening had a lot to say. Who stood out to you, Asante? <laughs> um... A lot of people stood out to me. I am in the gated community. I would like to shout out Shalisa. I hope I'm saying your name correctly. She <laughs> says that Britney book is juicy. The audio book is top tier. Mm. Michelle got a chance to be the other Michelle Williams, which was funny to me because that was always a running joke on Twitter. So when it happened here on the friend zone, I just thought, wow, always. Um, but yes, I found that to be interesting. And also I want to shout out, uh, I don't know if this is Zane, cause I see the accent on the E, but I hope I'm saying your name correctly as well. Uh, quote, we don't steal from target. Now, Walmart ellipses, relatable content, Dustin. Wow. Um, <clears throat> yes. So those are the comments. I wanted to read it before all of that happened. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to leave that in my past. You can't be, well, <laughs> it's a recap. You can't it's be a, washing can my face with things I've never said. Look, it look, etched in etched in uh ones and zeros right here in my past. face <laughs> <laughs> what about you friend what did you find out there in them streets so i was in twitter i was in the twitter streets and heart made of soul said friend the same thing happened to me at target here in australia they got target <laughs> everywhere if anything that's here and australia is everywhere Okay, that's what I'm saying. We need to highlight brands in there because everybody got a target. So the same thing happened to Heart Made of Soul in Australia many years ago. I didn't return, though. I was scared. (laughs) And now the shoes of shame have been staring at me with immense judgment every time (laughs) I open my closet. It's been 13 years. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> security guard security guard even saw me leave the shop and I'm sure I smiled at him <laughs> it happens and did y'all see mystic zone struck again there was an actor from what show was that was it um oh friends Matthew Perry no no Rest no that he got caught taking from target that's why I oh. said mystic zone <laughs> Dustin and yes, rest in peace to Matthew Perry. That was a very, very, very sad story. But no, I'm talking about I've, the actor. Go, yeah. That got posted and he got arrested stealing from Target. I'm like, no, stealing. He was one of the little boys. Hold on. Oh, so he ain't worked since he was a child. That's why. That's why they, they <laughs> need to get that union shit straightened out. What show is that, you guys? Hold on. I'm going to show you right now. Straighten that contract out. <laughs> He's a child star for sure, but oh, this guy! Oh, Picket Fences. Did y'all ever watch? I Picket remember Fences? Picket Fences. Yeah, that was a, a scary ass show. I don't remember his this ass. Guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He still looked like that. I remember the little Howdy kid. Howdy doody looking ass. <laughs> <laughs> they say he was arrested for allegedly shoplifting at Target and a lot of you it. were saying that it's not so much that they let you walk out but it is that they let you walk out because they're hoping that you rack up enough 
for it to reach a felony and then they press charges. I heard mm. that was I, I I heard that, but I was like, this sounds like a one of them beauty Twitter shop ass. Uh, yeah, <laughs> urban legends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a lot of people tweeted that. I you know, I don't know if it's true because I didn't see that anywhere, <laughs> obviously written in the Target website. We should ask. We should ask the Target execs. <laughs> Love you, Target. Love you. <laughs> we should. You know what? We're going to ask them. I'm literally going to ask them. That's going to be hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to ask Cassie. <laughs> Shout out to Cassie. Oh Cassie's so funny. She'd be like, um, I'm going to look into that. You know I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you, Cassie. Ooh, shout out to Cassie. So, <laughs> Dustin Ross, what'd you find in the Twitter streets? Oh man, so much stuff, man. Um, <laughs> shout out to my girl Ebony K. Williams, first of all, who just did um, an incredible article, had an incredible interview as part of an article in Vanity Fair recently, where she shared her some of her thoughts on her experiences working in television and reality television in particular. Um, and so, shout out to Princey at not Princey N O T R I N C E Y. Yeah, shout out to you, Princey, who said who quoted a tweet from none other than our friends that love B Scott. Face. What's up, oh. B Scott? Shout out to you, Denver. Um, B Scott tweeted <laughs> report. Ramona Singer used N word. Said most black people. <laughs> don't have present fathers and he love v scott's team referenced the article from vanity fair because there were some references to some occurrences like that that have taken place so princey said baby i don't know what y'all calendars looking like today but a lot and i mean tons of y'all weird ass fans need to be groveling at the feet of ebony k williams today and tomorrow too and he's 100% right. A lot of the um, conversation surrounding Ebony's experience on um, the, in, in the reality television space has now been proven true. Uh, or things that she said were proven true at this point. And more and more details are emerging, are emerging Excuse me, that kind of shine new light on her experience and, and people's takeaway from that. So fuck y'all, because I'm friends with <laughs> Ebony. And fuck all y'all that had something negative to say. Thank you. And that's all I got to say this week. I'm just going to leave it right there. You know why? Because I'm standing on business. Y'all know I'm stepping like that behind you, Tay. Friend. Mm -hmm. Ooh, Mm -hmm. I ain't even, just the thought alone make me want to fight right now. Y'all know I'm stepping behind all y'all, so I'm stepping behind my girl Ebony, too. Always on business. Love you, Ebony. Flat out, fuck y'all that had something to say in your face and your mama. Tammy. And fuck Ramona. Right. I say that coming from a personal place because she disrespected the fuck out of one of my closest childhood friends Mm. on that episode, Lenara, Mm -hmm, who mm -hmm. was there with Ebony. So that was disgusting. And I've never liked, I mean, I never liked her anyway, just off the strength, but that really just like sealed the deal for me. Yep. Rocco's modern life. And it takes a lot for me to say fuck somebody, but she got it. You know what she looked like? Oh, you know them twin emojis dancing with their legs sticking out and they got that big ass face and <laughs> a little, little body and legs. <laughs> she looked like that, but old. Like like a like a like a dried out version of that. That's what Ramona's ass. Are they bringing her back? Fish eyed ass TV? look like. Hell no. Nah. She on her way to okay. the nursing home, honey. Oh, That's I didn't know she, she was part next. of the legacy brand that send her ass to the Golden queen. Bachelor. To see if, <laughs> see if that take her ass off our hands. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's it. So that's all I got to say. Fuck, fuck y'all on behalf of Ebony yeah. K. Williams. And in the Legit. article, 
they asked her if she was a part of the because, you know, Bethany Frankel from Roni is organizing um, like a, well, she's attempting to organize a, a labor union, basically, on behalf of people who work in reality TV because it's not officially classified oh. as a workplace after all these years. Um, Interesting. And so she's been having a lot of um, people with story pasts in reality television who have been joining her in her quest to secure certain rights and, um, you know, things for people who work in reality TV. And they yeah. asked Ebony if she was joining, you know, she's speaking out now because of that or whatever. And Ebony said, fuck Bethany Frankel. You oh think I'm, she said, in Vanity Fair, Ebony said, fuck Bethany Frankel. You think I'm going to let some white girl speak on my experience with a multi-billion dollar corporation? That's what Ebony said. <laughs> So, you know, like, you can't do nothing but respect it. <laughs> she literally that gave that. me the Maya Angelou. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what Ebony said. And I love it. God damn. damn. I'm with that. So that's that all I got to say this week. Love you, Ebony, girl. <laughs> Shit, that's it. <laughs> now that it's sweater weather, I've been on the hunt to find the perfect cozy sweater that I can wear all season long. And let me tell you, that's when I found Quince. Quince creates timeless essentials that never go out of style and you'll have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the fall must-haves like 100% Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from like $59. They got suede bomber jackets and even organic, which we love, cotton sweaters. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. And you know that over here on this show, we love that. I looked through Quince, and let me tell you, they had these cute woven clutches that were leather. We saw 14-karat gold jewelry, like cute little studs to go with your cozy sweaters, some cute trenches and leathers, bag shoes, anything you're looking for, they have it, and you name it. So check out all the styles at Quince today, and go to quince.com slash friend for free shipping and 365-day returns. That's actually really amazing. dot slash friend to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash friend hey hbcu fam get ready to turn up the energy mcdonald's and the thurgood marshall college fund have one million dollars in scholarships at 53 hbcus for 66 brilliant students this year you could be one of them but time is running out did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. So let's jump into this week's conversation. So actually, I got inspired by our live stream last week where something that came up was Krishan. And I do not want to talk about Krishan. Let me just say that right here. I'm using her as an example. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) I'm using her and the role she plays in the industry as an example because she's just perfectly embodied. Mm -hmm. And she embodies the point of the conversation. So, Something that came up last week was on the live stream was um, the fact that she's so popular. Mm -hmm. 
Right. And the fact that when she has these live events, so many people show up. It's like wrapped around. I saw I think she what company was it? Oh, no, actually, it was Fashion Nova. (laughs) They have a YouTube channel and they did like a kind of like architectural digest how they go visit people's homes mm-hmm. you know i don't know if y'all have ever watched their youtube channel All they the go time. to like yeah that. it's beautiful like they walk in and they mm-hmm. show everything is really cool for people that love like architecture and home decor I wonder so if they, they come did- over here <laughs> 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 maybe uh hi, maybe uh sheen or let me think sheen. what magazine is gonna do it I'll anyway. be like, this is from Home Goods. Yeah, this too. is from World Market. <laughs> and this My actually couch. I found at Marshall's. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> and the ones that know me best know I'm a Maxinista. <laughs> Maxinista. Okay. My art collection. This no, is from so. Burlington. I um, <laughs> didn't know if. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll send out my luggage from there as well. No? <laughs> oh, I do have a bag from there. But anyway. So. <laughs> so. Oh. Can we put a pin in this for a second? You just reminded me. I have to curse out Delta real quick. Come on. <laughs> Come on. It's serious. Give it to us. you said bag. Do you know that my bag came out into the carousel open? Mm, mm, mm. Like open like this. By the mm, grace of mm, God, mm. I'm such a meticulous packer that everything I pack is very neat. And then I use, what do they call it? The thing that like, Goes the seat on top. Belt. Basically, the yeah. seatbelt. I I do it super tight. Mm-hmm. By the grace of God, that's what saved my stuff From because being it just all came. Over. Yeah, could you? And it blew my mind because there's no way that that just happened coming out into the carousel because my, my I have that big titanium mm-hmm. bag. And how do you bust through titanium? Throwing your I shit. I paid what yeah, I, I paid say, for that really suitcase. No, no, that's and fucked up, friend, that they did that. Them do you know how bag. my heart was in my ass when I walked up and see my bag It's open. devastating. Mm-hmm. Think devastating. of the things that you have in there mm-hmm. and then things that you like can't even remember because, you know, they're going to ask you to tell them how much everything costs. Like, I don't remember everything I freaking packed. And then- Did you file a claim with Delta? I absolutely did. And this is why I have an issue. So they broke the back. Like, it's busted open. Mm, Do you mm, know mm. when I filed the claim, they're going to email me the Rimowa website, um, like where it says where you can go repairs, like what locations. <laughs> that was what they emailed me back. Are you fucking kidding me? The repair section of the Rimowa website. With, I was with stu- the voucher the for the repair, audacity. right? <laughs> and yeah, that's what right. I'm saying. The audacity. She talking about you hear the locations closest to your home, which Bitch. isn't even close to my home because there's no location in Portland. The closest is in Canada. <laughs> Five hours away. <laughs> this bitch gonna post it in the email like I can just walk to it. <laughs> Listen, whoever that was, you dirty scoundrel that wrote that. I was so angry. Do you know how expensive those bags are? Yes. And she do, too, because she didn't been on the website. (laughs) Did she even try to customer service you? But that's the part that pissed me off. At first, she was like, oh, if you could send us the pictures, you know, they asked for pictures, Mm -hmm. the receipt of purchase and whatever other information. So you did all that. Did all that for her to send me the repair section. Of the Rimowa uh, website. 
Anger is not even the word. And then when I emailed her back, like I could have done that myself. (laughs) How how are you helping me when Delta broke my bag? I didn't break my bag, so I shouldn't be doing anything about this bag. You should be helping me. You should be sending me a brand new bag. It's like, actually, you should reach out to Ramoa and say, I broke my bag. Hello. And how could you facilitate the replacement? And then email me the details of that or something like, don't just send me the website. Why ask me for the receipt? Why ask me for pictures? What did you ask me for What if that was a gift? You know what I'm saying? What if that bag was a gift? No no one's keeping a fucking uh, uh, Pullman suitcase receipt. Nobody's keeping that. And did you buy the insurance on that flight? Huh? Did you buy the insurance on that flight? No, I never buy insurance. Oh, damn. I was going to say, look. Because that covers bag damage. I usually don't buy that insurance, but every now and then I buy that insurance. I don't know what it covered, but I was about to say, I'd really stick it to them if I got the insurance. Man, that pissed me off so bad because they fucked my shit up. Yeah, and it's an expensive bag that I've literally had for years. Like, I tell y'all know me. I take care of my stuff. Yeah, it's a beautiful bag. I've had it since 2018. That's the Mm. crazy part. And they just break it like nothing. And then basically, and when I wrote her back and was like, y'all are, this isn't helping me, she just stopped responding. Just never responded That's again. That's terrible service. That's super unprofessional. And the crazy part is I'm a medallion member. Like you mm-hmm. can see if you look up my name that I only fly Delta. And I'm high see- up in the medallion. So it's not like I'm just... Like I'm an actual person that pays money to help support your brand. And that's honestly, the part that feels most disrespectful. And that should definitely motivate them to take to have a little bit more of a sense of urgency in in offering you some solution, right? And, and but right. even if that was your first motherfucking time on a Delta flight, just period, and you they broke, broke someone's bag, shit. Yeah, like, like, like Delta, you either going to have to. Um, have to um, install new Reimburse rules. Reimburse me, period. Y'all either going to have to like have whole new rules for your bag handlers that have more... Se- that Y'all either going to have to pay the bag handlers more and offer severe consequences for damaging that, make some sort of system where bags are scanned in and out and, and, and visual proof, proof is required you know for them to pass along or either y'all, y'all gonna have to put a budget behind bag replacement and start replacing people's bags immediately as soon as they express something's wrong there, there's and no have middle a, ground and have something where if a bag breaks open you don't send it down the carousel right should they it should have be measures in a place. strap a, a piece of tape saran wrap Friend, something can, can, I, can I just hijack this segment for a little while longer yeah I hate to take this back to Keith Lee because I already said that was part of one of the things frustrating me. But this, but the reason I asked that they even try to customer service you is because if, let's say everything that we're saying right now, they don't want to do none of that. If they would have at the very least customer serviced you, you wouldn't even feel the way that you feel. If they would have customer serviced you and sent you the remote website, you would it, like imagine the girl be like, you know, or the person emailing you is like, you know, unfortunately we don't cover this, you know, but I do see that your bag does have this. I've gone on ahead and forged your details of it like to at least make your life a little bit easier. Nah. You probably wouldn't. I'm I'm just saying, like, if if something would have happened to where you know you about to get a new replacement bag and like you didn't even have to do anything outside of like those send those pictures and stuff, you would have at the very least felt a little bit better. But the fact that they they didn't even say like we're so sorry that this happened to you um we're gonna actually we need to report this incident um from the flight to figure out when this happened and why this happens like the fact that they don't do any of that is where it's like 
Because even her stopping to re- stop responding, like you can't even respond I mean, to me to be like, I audacity. get what you're saying. Because there should and be a, a like the the way that things are said and done can make the world. When a you're difference. dealing with big companies like that, you know what I'm it saying? It can make a world like, of difference. I get what like, you're it'll saying. Make, it'll make it'll make you feel better. But I'm solutions based personally, right? Well, solutions based. So that's me. I don't know me what they personally. Do, they y'all, mad they, y'all the, so the change that needs to happen to make me feel better because. If y'all not going to replace my bag or give me the money to get a new bag, I don't give a fuck how nice you are to me about it at the end of the day, right? right I'm pissed the because you didn't line fix is, it. I'm asked out of a bag I've been so using since So they need to change the rules when it comes to the way that they handle those sort of concerns and issues. Y'all need to implement new measures in your process, checkpoints to ensure that that doesn't happen and also to identify where it happened and who's at fault. And y'all also need to create new programs for reimbursement, immediate reimbursement too, right there, and not know seventy percent all just, of it. Yeah, like Change that. It. Ooh, that irked me so bad. Like, ooh, that irked me so bad. I I had to fight myself to not curse her out in that. Like fight her. I understand. I understand. Because it's just like the I audacity. Email like, like, where is you at, ho? <laughs> right. <laughs> So damn pissed, man. That really irked me because now email, I'm like email what? back and be like, I'd like to escalate this to the party right. line, ho. That's you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna just say it on the show because that really pissed me off, and I'm so mm-hmm. glad you mentioned bags. I forgot to mention it. This was on my last trip. Bag destroy. Like if I showed y'all what that bag looked like, it would look like someone threw it off the plane. <laughs> In the air, friend. <laughs> Yeah, because it was shot. It was like, God damn. <laughs> to my like, it's not, it's not like, oh, the lock busted. It's like someone fought it. Like, it was, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, something happened to it. The bag looked like, it looked like how Funkmaster Flex looked, looked through up there on that, on that lipo table. Oh my God. I mean the shock in my face when I saw that thing and that's the part that shocked me the most is she saw the pictures because I sent them and she didn't and I sent them from the airport what so a it's bitch. not doctored See? it's not like I went home and beat it up a little more like you should have went to that customer service desk and lit somebody ass on fire I know that that is not and I felt bad because I really <laughs> had I really had to reel myself in mm-hmm. at the airport mm-hmm. you know how sometimes yeah. you get so worked up and i had to remember these mm-hmm. two women in my face did not do it i had to tell myself that they didn't do it it's like you just want them to feel how you they feel were too so they calm, can understand and it made and me want to fight them which is funny right. because it's me saying this that they were too calm but they were and it felt a little dismissive and i get it what can they do like so, okay you're back broke you're probably what the 30th person in the past hour with a broken back of what do I want them to do cry hug me rub my hair and tell me it's gonna be okay I don't know what I want them to do something but it pissed me off because they just were like here's the thing sign this da 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 and then it was like okay next see that's what I'm saying okay so I don't know what I what I watched this weekend. I can't remember what it was. Um, Dustin, do you watch the Ready to Love thing or no? No, I never got into that, okay. but I know it's wildly successful. Well, maybe it's not that, but I was I mentioned that in case it wasn't you watch. But I was watching something and somebody was like uh, talking to somebody. They were having like a therapy scene, and it was like a moment for them because this could have happened on basketballs. I don't remember what the fuck has happened, but uh, it was a moment to them when the uh, therapist was oh. 
it was Housewives of Beverly Hills. It wasn't none of the black shows. Mm-hmm. It was Erica Jane. Mm-hmm. Erica Jane was talking to the therapist, and the therapist was explaining that, or I don't remember if it was a therapist or a life coach or what it was. Sorry. Yeah, um, it was. I, I half watched. Um, they were having a conversation, and the woman was basically explaining to her how she has to feel empathy towards others. And Erica was like, "Well, how do I do that?" Like she didn't, she didn't even understand the concept. And for me, not to say that these women were or, or th- where she's at, but for me, I always am like very empathetic and sympathetic, and I'm always like feeling feelings. And I understand that not everybody's even like that. But even removing <laughs> myself from those emotions, I had to realize people like how Dustin is solutions based. Some people be in those fields and they are just not like, they just know how things go and they just get stuck in the the machine, like a cog and they just keep it going. They're not thinking and sometimes are feeling and they're not realizing like, Oh, like this person, like I'm here to help, but they're not thinking like, Oh, I can help this person. Like, Oh, I ain't doing that or whatever. Like, that's why you'd be wanting to shake the shit out of them. Yeah. That's why it's like (laughs) y'all, when you say people are too calm, it's because they've literally have done it. I don't know if they probably just not cared or what, but people got to get out of that. And maybe that's draining. Ooh, but I just, feel like if everybody kind of could understand where everybody's at service. to help somebody just keep it going. That's why you're, that's the whole reason you're there. That's my thing. Like, why is the burden of responsibility on me, the person with the crisis, right? To, to make you understand that this is a crisis. You having dealt with multiple people like me today. Bitch. Right. That's why you here. <laughs> Like you're on the clock, Hello? you're supposed to be able to put the, turn it off and Hello. on every time. And that, that's like, yeah. literally a decision that you make when you choose to assume a, a job that has those sort of responsibilities, engaging with the public, being front facing like that. But some people just want the benefits. You know, and, a lot and, of people out there do want to help, but a lot of people just want the benefits. You and know? there was an older lady that came out from the back because I think she could sense that mm. I was just like so angry. So she came out. She looked like a little old grandma from like the Midwest, you mm-hmm. know, with the little white mm-hmm. Afro hair. <laughs> she was just like, what, you know, what can I do? So she even pissed me off because she <laughs> grabs my bag. I'm not laughing at you, but that that I thought that was going to go did. a different way. No, it didn't. She came out all nice. That's how I knew, though. It was her that made me be like, all right, friend, you're angry. It's cool, but reel it in. Because she was like, oh, I, I, I think I can close it still. And I looked at her like, you can't. Like, it's busted. Like, it was pissing me off that she was trying to close it when the locks were gone. What are you closing? Oh no! <laughs> and you know, in that moment, too. you're already angry. So for her to basically yep. tell me that I don't know what I'm saying about my bag when I told her it's not going to close, it I can do it. I can see, ma'am. Beat the it, locks Sophia Petrillo. Gone. <laughs> the locks are gone. What are you closing? And she sat. She sat there trying to close the bag, and then five minutes later goes, "Oh, I guess I can't." You, you were right. Who? <laughs> Like, what is that? You just get so worked up. The airport really will take you there. (laughs) See, that's why back to what Dustin was saying, it shouldn't be up to us to have to like customer service to customer service. Oh my God, I just... But that's why, because I work customer service, I get whatever I want when I'm dealing with customer (laughs) service people. It's like, I already know that this person is not in it. And so I got to figure out how to, like, it's like when Tamar was on Big Brother, how she won. It's like, you got to get that emotional, but I, well, not you have to, but I'll be getting that emotional buy-in. I'm like, you're going to get on the same page with me because if I'm about to, I'm not missing my flight or I'm not... I'm not leaving here without some. I'm I'm leaving here with some. Okay, you know I do better. I do terrible in face to face situations like that. Right? If I'm in person Mm. with the person, I'm more inclined to succumb to the emotional aspect of it when it's just me. If it, mm-hmm. if if I'm if it's us and we're a part of a group, I can usually assume the position of the lead communicator and be mm-hmm. level headed. 
over the phone, I'm I'm straight. I can keep myself together, keep my composure. I can stay calm and and get to the solution. But in person, when they meet me with that shit they met you with, friend, I don't do well because I I I will respond or react to that, especially if I'm already worked up because of the crisis I'm in. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. you I'm much better suited to have fo- over the phone communication in times of crisis because <laughs> like person, don't be in my face. Mm-mm. And that's the thing for the most part. And y'all have seen, like y'all have witnessed me. I can be really angry but contained. Like I, yeah. I've managed to figure you that can. out. But there's some situations and it was my stuff. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. a Taurus in me, but it's like my stuff got violated and that just made me just enraged because it's like why don't y'all have systems in place i know this isn't the first bag that has broken probably not even the first bag has broken today so that's the part that angered me it's like the the lack of professionalism and then for the the price that we're paying for these flights these flights Mm -hmm. aren't cheap they're getting more expensive where is our money going to that y'all keep asking for it all the time, raising all these damn prices? And I don't see any differences. Or would you add Except another damn keep, window turn, at LaGuardia? Mm-hmm. I don't I need a fucking doing, window. Redoing the airports. Just and that's redoing where money be going the to. windows. That's all they do at airports is redo windows and floors. How about the carousel? How about the staff? <laughs> How about the workers? Yeah, because they they be angry throwing them bags. You see them out the window. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because they be throwing the shit out of them bags. Until somebody built the machine to get them bags and take them right off the plane, right to the thing that spit them out at the conveyor. And then the people are ass out and they mad they don't have a job doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I get it. Those bags be heavy because imagine moving 40 and 50 pounds. y'all be bags. packing bodies in them bags. My bag, I, I'm look, one I, of I those for sure. I, I, I was about to say, friend, I done carried your bag for you a couple of times. Y'all be putting bodies <laughs> up in there. I always have to do a warning. Like my bag I've done heavy. jobs before that were that were heavy, heavily focused on labor, physical labor like that and mm-hmm. anytime you understand that that's a part of the job like you really don't complain about that part because you know that going into it when you apply for it while mm-hmm. as you're performing the tasks and all of that so people can miss me with that whole like hey, well you know I'm doing this all day it's heavy <laughs> did you know that motherfucker I need to be telling asking you you know what I'm saying because that's the point that's why I'm so apprehensive to check bags y'all I try my best mm-hmm. to get every bit of every, I me, everything I, I need in carry-ons because I'm I'm always you know, nervous about being my bags being in other people's control and at the behest mm-hmm. of someone else. I, I want my stuff in my control. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I feel you. I I'm, I would love to be that person, be but I me. travel very heavy. <laughs> I travel very heavy, and usually it's my products, mm-hmm. like my mm-hmm. skin and hair products that fuck me up because pouring them into them little four ounce bottles mm-hmm. you get at CVS, nope. <laughs> it don't work for me. You sound like Jade. Jade, be t- Jade will travel with. <laughs> we was roommates in the Caribbean one time. And Jade literally made some air freshener there. <laughs> she had brought the shit, brought the oils and shit, mixed them up. I'm that like, Jade, Jade, what the Ooh. fuck? Like, Jade brings everything. You need it. Jade's got it. She show. brings her kitchen with her. Mm-hmm. No, I, but I, I travel bring heavy. What yeah. I can and I buy what I need. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like, I bring what I need and I buy what I can when I get there. Like, I just really try to 
but I, I don't like to check my bag, but I will check a bag because I like to just go. I like to like leave the airport. Right. I'm like, all right, well, right. flight's over. Ready to bounce. That's why I like to, I like because I like to go. That's why I come right when the flight leaves and people are like, where is the sign? I'm like, now boarding. I'm like, oh, here you go. I'm like, hey, y'all, cab just pulled up, rode through TSA. And I'm like, what? How did you do? I'm like, Tuh, I don't need to be in the airport any longer than I need to be. It's there congested. People be sick. People be going off in there. I just like to go to get to where I'm going. And that's how I am pretty much with everything. So anyway, right. I love living in New York. The train just takes you right where you're going. But the airport, you know, you give your bag to somebody. So it's like you took me right to where I'm going and I ain't got none of my stuff or my stuff is missing. Somebody might have rifled through my things. Now I'm now I feel like, you know, there's bed bugs out there. It's just oh, the whole thing. God. So I know that's scary. And I hate that that happened to you. And I'm sorry that, that happened to you, friend. But it's people are where they too. are. And I, I don't you don't need to do anything different. You reacted how you reacted. Yep. And I just wish that the companies were in better places to where we didn't have to complain about these. problems. Also, you know? watch your shit. Keep an eyeball on your shit as you're going through TSA. There was just a report. Look, a shocking expose. You know, we love a shocking expose, <laughs> but they just had a shocking expose about how these TSA workers in real life. I want to say I'm almost certain it was in Miami's airport in this particular Uh-oh. instance. That they were stealing shit out of people's fucking mm. bins, cash, all that. They got the motherfuckers on the dirty, rotten sons of bitches on camera, taking the shit, putting it in their pocket and shit and acting like they moving it and all of that. I've always said, keep your eye on your shit as you are going through TSA and try to, you know, try to condense your things condense. down as much and as you can. And that's really it. Yeah, because I don't be point like... People be taking off Rolexes and mm-hmm. putting in their wallets. I, everything is going in my bag. The only thing I take out, which I don't anymore, because when you have pre-check, they don't make you take out your laptop or any mm-hmm. electronics. But um, some places still be doing that, like really? some countries and stuff. Some, like some, I don't remember where I was, but they were like, you still got to take your electronics out. And I was like, oh, because, you know, pre-check don't matter uh, abroad uh, internationally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wherever I was. They were I like, will you say got, yeah. that's fucked up, that just because you have pre-check, suddenly you're... Electronics can stay in your bag I never understood that Like why can't everybody's electronics stay in the bag Why are you wasting people's time That holds up the line So much with people taking out stuff Putting it back It's like I understand the shoe thing Like yes we get it There was an incident that was a cause for security But why do your electronics The fact that I'm paying A couple hundred dollars What is it I don't even know how much pre-check costs Because it was like five years ago I have a brush for my beard Ever since I grew my facial hair out Or whatever I have a brush for my beard And it's thin And the end of it is shaped like a point Baby, I only took you one. I only had to go through one round of that fight for my life through TSA. <laughs> now, after the way they went through my bag, they was, they sniffed the the dogs and the TSA agents were sniffing, <laughs> going through my shit. So now I take it the fuck out. I still take they my had brush. The dogs? Baby, the dogs, the hogs, wow. the malls, the paws, the mamas and the papas. <laughs> they had everybody. So now I take the brush out. Okay, because I'm not mm. getting rid of that brush. It's the perfect. I'm so glad. I thank God I found that brush for my face because <laughs> I've been looking for the right tool. So I take it. I just take it out of my bag now and put it right there next to my shoes and shit. So it's in plain sight and it breezes right on through now. But TSA is a the, motherfucker. Man. Outside of the obvious, they, they're worried about, you know, explosives or whatever, because who would be dumb enough to put some explosive device right through it? I don't know. Um you can well not that I can or you would, but apparently 
people smuggle drugs through la- uh, electronic devices. <gasps> like they'll hide, hide them through the crevices. So like in a laptop, I only say this because I just watched one of them. Y'all know I be watching body top. cams. I be watching body cams. <laughs> this white couple got pulled over uh, by the, uh, the the TSA because the dogs at the dog sniffing people coming off the flight. And so the police was right there because it was the police body cam and they were searching through their laptop because the laptop had a bunch of tape on it. And so it was taped closed because they Dumb. had a bunch of I guess, cocaine in there. What so, the hell? So you Not might as well roll it on your shirt. <laughs> I was like, y'all, he first of all, just I ain't closing nothing in my laptop. America's dumbest criminals. Remember that show? Here they go, right here. We found your new cast. I don't think that was American. What? I think that oh, was something else. They, I forgot. It, it might have been some international stuff. Yeah, it was done white. So. Yeah. But that's yes. like that TikToker. Did you see that? That TikToker that was carrying oh, three hundred thousand yeah. <laughs> acting shock. He was he uh from was he British his acting. I don't but, know. I think he was like from Belgium. His acting. Like, had me <laughs> that motherfucker was started, moving away. You didn't see it, Asante. He had three hundred thousand no. dollars worth of coke no. in his suitcase. But you know the way they did it is like they sealed it into the compartment, and so uh, under the lining, like the guy was ripping the lining and like pulling it, and then you see. <laughs> the bags and the boy sitting there going <sighs> like he was like oh snap like that's crazy <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> oh no oh shit they said that he got like amazing. seven years or something mm. oh shit in prison in what country was that I don't even remember was it like Colombia know. or something but so bad, embarrassing. You see, can't be flying with that way now. Leave all, leave all that alone now. Bag full of that girl. When I tell you, hundred thousand. I already don't play about the airport, so friend, I, I hate that that happened to you, but I'm also proud of you that you didn't go clean the fuck yeah, off. Me too. Well, I also didn't want to be on a no fly list. Which, yeah, I, you look, know, I know. You look, understand I, the the consequences are heavy. Yeah, so that's how I reeled it back. But pushed. it just really, ooh, I just, ooh. What you tell us? You baby got I care, bitch. Because <laughs> oh, I I kick your ass if I ain't give a fuck. Oh, God, what time so, do you get off? Mm-hmm. Right, and I just want to say Delta, y'all gotta do something because this is jacked up. There's no way I'm buying another bag. Like y'all gotta do something about this. Hopefully somebody's listening. I don't know. I know. I feel like Keith Lee. I'm a regular person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I was gonna ask. Can, did you, Did you reach out to I the remote? Or like, can they treatment. email it or mail it? Or are they like you got to come into the store? Well, that's the part you have to come into the store. But the guy was like, "Oh, you can ship it." You know, all of it is annoying. Who ships a right, suitcase? It's still annoying it's that like you I have, have to, to ship do any a of that. suitcase. That you that's why I'm saying it would have. That's that what I'm saying. I it would have at least saved you some trouble if she would have emailed them and sent them all the details, your address and stuff, or emailed you back, being like, "All you gotta do is send them your address. They'll send you a box uh, with the new suitcase, and you just send them back the old one." We're we're so sorry, but like to just be like, like "Am I asking just, for you too go much to for y'all to figure like, it out what? when y'all broke it?" That's the part. But anyway, or this, y'all or this, it. or this, because y'all broke it. I didn't buy the bag in mind to be like, "Oh well, in case it gets broken by the airport, I'll be fine." Okay. Or this, like, you know what? We're so sorry about your bag. Um, and we really regret that it happened on our time. Here's a thousand dollar voucher. You know what I'm saying? Period. Or some miles or something. Even that. Even that. But she just ghosted you. That's why I said you better email back. Like I would like to escalate. Ghosted or, me <clears throat> when I hit her with the why? Why are you bitch helping named me? Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> and Loki, because we took so long on this, I'll just put a pin. <laughs> 
on oh, the conversation. I am so sorry. No, no, no. It's my fault because I really did want to get that off my chest. Like it just mm-hmm. angered me so much. But I think because we're already here <laughs> talking about the customer service stuff, it, it kind of even watching the whole Keith Lee thing that was taking place. I know you hated it, Asante, but it was interesting no, to me to see wa- the I have difference. To watch all of it. To see the difference in the response, you know, like I saw Candy mm-hmm. responded because he had a review for Old Lady Gang. Mm-hmm. I OLG. saw the old, the old she G handled review it well to me. I, I see what Candy she said. What did Candy well. say? She just was like, "Thank you so much for even attempting to show our restaurant any love." She was like, "You know," she was like, "He's right." She was like, "We really wish we could have served you that day, and hopefully right. we can again." She was like, "He's right." We don't take orders on the weekends because we get a lot of community support and a lot of people come from out of town to come into the restaurants. And with that being said, we already have so much on our kitchen staff. We don't want to overwhelm them. So right now, that's why we don't. She was like, hopefully you come back and we can serve you next time. You know, it was classy, real cool. Yes. Real classy. It's how it's supposed yeah. to be. And she was very grateful that she was like, again, thank you so much for even attempting to show our restaurant some love. Like come, you know what I'm saying? Boom, boom. boom. Yep. And she handled it well. People were saying that she ignored um, the issue issue of him having the initially being told that he couldn't get a table for an hour and a half, and then mm-hmm. being once they found out who it was, being told that he would be seated in five minutes. People mm-hmm. took issue with that. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, I, it's what do you want her to say about that? I, obviously, they found out who he was, and they made him a priority. You know, because that seemed to be a recurring thing for Atlanta over the other people. Like, <laughs> what you mean? That's what that's what happens. You know what I'm saying? And it's not fair, but that's what happens a lot of times with celebrities and people who have. He's a of food influence. critic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So of course I was gonna I say, to say I feel like that's just also cult, like out like nightlife culture, not nightlife because yeah. it's rest, but restaurants, hospitality. hospitality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's yeah. what I was like. What is the term, the encompassing term? Hospitality. Like, like they're going to prioritize influence. Yeah, it's and, and for that, that's that's just a name drop, and people will pay to get a better table or get pushed up on a list. Like when I was hosting various restaurants. <laughs> you know, like, pay? Th- oh, that's so what? smart. I never thought of that. I have, what? I have oh, give me a table. no problem. <laughs> if I want to <laughs> look, I will talk to security. I will talk to oh. the front desk person and shake a hand to get what I need for that night. Really? That's how it go. How many times have you been, been out with, with celebrities or whoever and had certain access and privilege and you saw them shake somebody's hand and put something in it? And you put two or two together, like, oh, they paid the niggas. No, the, the best day. is is Antoinette was talking about Mandy and mm-hmm. Mandy, what Mandy does at the club or like wherever there's a long line. <laughs> I love Mandy. She I is such her. a cuckoo bird. Same. She My walks boo. down the line because she knows that somebody might recognize her. And then if they do, she'll be like, oh, hey, and stop and talk to them and <laughs> then just stand where they're standing. <laughs> And tell them don't, like don't. I'm gonna stay here with you Like And they're shout usually out. like Okay I love you And it's just what shout it is Shout out to my boy Derek Monroe <laughs> Who She's does crazy. hair at The View He's won awards for that And he hosts a really dope Interview series um, Derek I ran into him At the Tamar concert And me and CJ We was going to see Latroy While you was bullying The line was at Irving Plaza <laughs> We was at Irving Plaza That line was literally 
down the block and around around the corner. It was literally <laughs> down the block and around the corner. I seen Derek. I said, "What's up, Derek?" I said, "We finna get right here with y'all." He was like, "Come on, shit!" Shout out to Derek being a real one. You know what I'm saying? And we got right in front of that line. Thank God. That's what you do. I, how many times have I let people cut? Asante, remember when you and Mandy went to the club? Yeah. What happened? We've done. We oh, mm. <laughs> we right mm. Mm. listen. What outside of that, got in, got in the club. <laughs> That's what we did. I was like, okay, immediately. Come on, immediately. we went right see, in. I'm, see, as soon as I see a line, I'm leaving. Mm. So I just don't even. I don't even know what I would do to finesse it because I just leave. Like I don't like waiting for long lines. If a restaurant just, has a wait, I'll leave and come back. Like. Mm-mm. I just want to give glory to God that sometimes I'll go places and I'll just be blessed. Like sometimes the way I move sometimes when I'm out and I'll be out solo or I'll be like the right type of like high and drunk and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm going in here. And there's like a line or something mm-hmm. and I'll walk right by the line and like some, some, some people will look You're at me and like, oh, like that. I have, I'm Wait, telling and you. So you'll just is- walk past and just go in? <laughs> We have been at shows. I would where fight I would, you. I would Justin, fight I don't you. know if you remember, like early on in like <laughs> SOBs, like I would just be like walking and I would go anywhere I wanted because people, I think because I would be up in you SOBs so, so, so many times, funny. people just thought that I worked there because I would just always go downstairs Strangers and talk respond to well to you like that in situations yeah. like that. For me, it's the opposite. They're confrontational. <laughs> I've always just had that that je ne sais quoi, if you will, Come amongst on. the people. But I think that's why I also respect what Keith Lee is doing because he's showing that everybody should be treated the same. And if that at the very least was a baseline, because yes, people of a certain status, they do get treated better. But I think even watching how people responded, like Milk and Honey, Milk and Honey, they put out that video first and they were like, who is Keith Lee? But then they put out that statement trying to address everybody else and be like, it was no love lost to Keith Lee, but to everybody else. A, y'all being fake about how y'all addressing Keith Lee. B, you don't need to address your customers like this. (laughs) Like that's not... I think there's just a conversation needs to be had about uh, black businesses and professionalism and and maybe customer service, too, to throw that in there, because I think that a lot of places, yes, they have their rules for restaurants and like how Candy was able to explain, like, you know, this is why we have these rules. That's all understandable. It's like, oh, OK, yeah, You're like if you if like she posted that on the sign, that would look cute. Like, like, oh, you know, tourism is so high on certain or, or com- the community uh, supports us so much. We want to cater to them first. So tourists, these are the better days to visit. Like that makes sense. People be like, oh, if you're a tourist, you should go X, Y and Z. They tell you that just makes it sound better. But for you t- to be like, oh, well, we're here to serve food. Everything else is up in the air. Whatever the hell Milk and Honey said, it's like. Don't nobody want to roll the dice when they come into your establishment also, on how things are going to go? Also, stop trying to win an argument, okay, as a business, representing a business. Stop trying to win an argument and try and try to solve the problem, offer a solution to the problem. That confrontational stance and that whole having an attitude and who is Keith Lee and that whole smug disposition, that's some nigga shit. Yeah, that's, that, that's some ghetto ass nigga shit. Literally. That's a ghetto ass point of view. The worst part is people have been um, coming out now with their issues with the restaurant, like roaches, like all kinds of stuff that they've experienced that they didn't want to talk about before because they were like, eh, it's a black business. You know, I don't want to like put them out there. But now because of the way they reacted, it's no holes barred. <laughs> I'm Listen, like, oh, he, they messed black up. Black people, we have to talk right. about it. We have to have these conversations because when we look at, like, you were, you know, back to the black business of the week, Fran, and you spotlighting and highlighting people 
are working so hard to make their shit look good, have it accessible, you know, be reasonable and get their products on shelves. And then we don't even get to see those because they're, you know, drowned out in these white spaces. But we're trying to make it accessible because a lot of black people are shopping in these white spaces. Right. So when black people do want to go out and support in black spaces, we still need to hold ourselves to a certain standard, not to compete with whiteness or whatever, because that always comes up in the conversation like, oh, uh, decorum, y'all just want to be white. It's like, no, decorum is we want to give you an experience so you don't have to think about whatever it is you're thinking about when you're leaving your house. So that's what this business is. So when you come into our establishment, you just enjoy yourself. You shouldn't leave with any complaints. And stop like, worrying oh, about why I'm doing this. That's none of your goddamn business as to why I'm making business decisions for my business. Don't worry but people are far too concerned about shit that don't have nothing to do with them. Just like you said, oh, y'all just trying to do, bitch, do you, you gonna break, you gonna break bread or not? Okay. <laughs> if you are, this is how it is within reason. And that's it. As a business owner, you're tripping. If you're trying to bully your customers into and being, no. being rule driven as far as the customer experience, nobody wants, nobody goes to a restaurant or, or lounge to feel um, like they're under, under the thumb of the owner. Nobody goes there to feel restricted in that way. You go to be free, have fun, enjoy your company. So all those restrictions, that's not cute. That's not cool. And it's some ghetto ass shit. And that's why I'm glad that is now being talked about in mass. Yes. I'm glad. Right. Yes. Because why do you again, think Atlanta had such, like, why is Atlanta such a hot? <laughs> no, you know, you because, because a lot of niggas are getting money and, 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 you know, they're doing it fast and they're making these businesses. And a lot of people, they cut corners sometimes. Restaurants like, look is at, more of a hustle. Look at, exactly. Restaurant is a hustle. And look at Candy. Candy, her issue is she has a good problem. Basically, right. she has high volume, yeah. you know, so that just means add on a kitchen that you staff on the weekends for takeout only or something like that. Or, or and that kitchen can also be used for, you know, the extra reservations or whatever you decide to do. That's mm -hmm. a good problem to have. People talking about roaches and stuff. That's a bad problem. That's something. And that's why they act in the way that they act in, because it's like, y'all know y'all really ain't a good business. So that's why I look at Candy. And I'm like, you know what? Bravo. I'm so glad that she can respond <laughs> <Bravo>. appropriately because <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended but you know why not uh, it's just it's it's refreshing to hear someone respond that way and it's like good like that's how it's supposed to be because i feel like if black people really understood what the business does and what it's supposed to do and how to do it and when problems occur it doesn't mean that your business is bad it just means all right well here's another opportunity to not only you know make my business improve my business but then i can use this as a moment to pop again so it's like all right well now that we have a fresh start without the roaches you know how are we gonna get the doors back in here like i I don't know. Like, are y'all going to rebrand? Are you going to have Keith Lee come back? You know, like, what are y'all going right. to do? Like, now these are opportunities start without the roaches. And I get Re that that's embarrassing. Like, there was a guy. But they got to address it. So you know how, don't be no damn nigga about it. You know how um, people will be like, oh, my restaurant is new or it's struggling. Like, um, can y'all send some people my way? And they'll like post it on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And it was like a guy, I think it was in New York. And it was like a New Orleans style something mm -hmm. restaurant that he had in Brooklyn and people were literally in the comments like the food here is so nasty like they were just like saying all these terrible things about the place but you know what I thought was amazing the guy wasn't taking it personal like he was like damn this sucks this is embarrassing and he was food and he was like, it's embarrassing. Obviously, like, you don't want that type of 
kick back on a post where you're begging people to support. But he said it opened his eyes to the issues, you know, that like the food was nasty. Yeah, because he I guess he didn't realize because <laughs> maybe he just owns it, but he's not there in the day to day. and He doesn't know, like, they're unhappy right. with these meals. There's all these things aren't Yeah, but it was crazy because it was like the whole all his quotes was just like <laughs> it was nasty. <laughs> what they say, this dog food. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was just so much stuff that I was shocked. I was like, oh, this is embarrassing. But I appreciated that he could have been like, fuck y'all. Da, 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 and he right. didn't. He was just like, OK, this is embarrassing. But you know what, friend? even something like that, because social media is so crazy and harsh, like they can. I mean, harsh. Yes. But. <laughs> It's crazy in the sense of he can still bounce back from that. Like someone's going to watch that. They're going to become interested in that somehow. It's going to be a story arc of like it's a story asking arc for help, getting trashed, fixing music. Imagine you a damn popping ass chef and you can't get an appropriate job. And you're like, hey, bro, like I can hook your kitchen up. And then they found him from social media. And then he has some sort of following. They're like, hey, my boy actually works at that place. Down the food is good. Like that. Things like that can be turned around because he's not being a dick to those people. online. And that's like you the said, whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I hope. I hope his stuff does turn around. I don't know how, but that would be cool if we talking about this a month from now, a year cool from now. And it's like, damn, good for him. Kind of like the girl with the like, pink sauce. Remember how like yes, she was on TikTok sauce, the making the pink, pink sauce. sauce and it was like all kinds of issues with it. It wasn't temperature control, the way it was shipped, all kinds of issues. Yeah, Every bottle was different because it seemed like she didn't have like her formula down pat, colors, so many issues. But look, so many. she ended up at Walmart once yep. she did get that fixed. Granted, they just took it out. I don't know what happened again, <laughs> but I appreciate but that even she's good figuring for her it to, out. Even I was about to say, even good for her to even go that far to like figure it out. She could have just been like, oh, damn, and left it as like a bad internet <laughs> and joke. And ghosted like but every she, other scammer. But she at the very least got to Walmart. Like, you know, there's something there. And like, there's that's a process there. Like, she's not just being like, my pink sauce is the best. Ah, and it just died did on TikTok. Like, like, she went like, to Walmart. She See, was she on, Karamo? on Karamo show. Shout out to Karamo. That, Love that you, Karamo. Not make it to my YouTube yet. But she was on the Karamo show with a. Um, she confronted a, a basically a, a white girl who was like a very negative online critic of her pink sauce, and oh. they had like a face to face confrontation <laughs> on the show. Not a Shout out to Karamo. Look that up. Look go on your I YouTube. Wonder Karamo, I wonder if Karamo <laughs> hit Keith Lee. <laughs> The owners of the real milk and honey. Y'all need y'all start watching the Karamo shows uh, YouTube I watch channel. It sometimes go on there, you're on the, you're on the YouTube. You. Pull up the YouTube. Unlock the phone. And but go why on do YouTube. y'all think? Because people were saying that they noticed that it's black people mm-hmm. that are are least willing to listen to feedback and because take it in. That's how we are. Shit. And they've always been hard-headed. <laughs> it's, a, it's exceptional for us to exhibit the patience and uh, maturity to entertain constructive criticism or criticism nonetheless of any form. Mm. So it's just by nature, right? Unless you are a pushover doormat, you know, as a black person, we taught to be like. No, you didn't. Yeah, that's what we that's what we that's what we do. That's who we are. He did it twice. For those watching. Oh that's who that's who we are. So that's our human nature. You know what I'm saying? Oops, I didn't think we wouldn't talk about sex. That's human nature for us, you know? That's how we are. We 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 bust up. We buck up. But anyway, as an entrepreneur, you have to have the the foresight, right? To be able to look at the bigger picture. And focus on the betterment of your business and take the criticism. Yeah. You have to be mature. That's that's your job. When it comes to this show, I don't have an ego attached to 
And y'all know, cause we've been working together for years. I don't attach my ego to decisions and choices that we have to agree on and mm-hmm. things that we have to do as far as the business for the betterment of, this of the show. Yeah. That's the focus. And it doesn't have to do with me. You understand? Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to make that distinction. And that's what makes people successful and makes some people unsuccessful is them not having the ability to do that. You know, and that's me being nice. I see I'm doing what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm making a choice there. OK, no, it's true. I, it reminds me of the girl with the crochet hats. Remember I told y'all about her that I ordered such mm-hmm. cute stuff. She's so good at it. Never received it. But instead of her just keeping it real with me and being like, listen, I'm a small business owner. Sometimes I get a lot of orders. You know, this is what happens. Da, da, da. She was hitting me with the, oh, it'll be there such and such day. I'm like, Can you send the tracking. Oh, I did. OK, but why isn't it in this email that you're currently speaking to me? Like just a lot of games. And then in the end, when I told I gave her constructive feedback on how it felt and, you know, the issues I felt that I had with her customer service. And she was like, thank you for like talking to me kindly and giving me the feedback. And then she goes, because of your kindness and your honesty and not dragging me online, I'm going to send you the package anyway. To be honest, I didn't want it because I'm just an energy person. And if that's how you move in, I just don't want it. You know, like I don't want to wear the hat. I'm just I don't want it. And she's like, I'm going to send it to you. She never sent it, even though I didn't want it, but she still, <laughs> she never Damn. even sent it. I'm going to call her Not can't Bluey. get right. Can't get right. God <laughs> damn, can't get right. Shit. <laughs> you literally had one job. I oh, remember I thinking to... she didn't even send the damn apology <laughs> box. That's crazy. <laughs> you better leave, you know, me al- leave me alone. <laughs> like, what's wrong with some of you? Leave me alone, Miss Hat. How y'all gonna get far in this business? (laughs) Did I tell you about when I was trying to get my hair twisted and the lady was getting weird about it? Yes. Like, this is just like that to me because, like, (laughs) she would not give me the total. I asked her several times. Oh my God, did you? But I don't think you told that story on the show. I think you told us. (laughs) That was funny funny too, though. It's like, what's wrong with us? (laughs) <laughs> I went on uh, one of those apps to get my hair twisted. So, you know, I was trying to support a black business. <laughs> so I was like, let me find a black stylist. Cause you know, there's a little Dominican lady around the corner and be twisting. And I'd be like, okay, girl. Yeah. I just got the barber chair. Go ahead and do what you do. So she do what it do. So I get on the app. I find me a stylist. She's like uh, a mile away. So I'm like, okay, good. I could just, you know, walk over, uh, you know, smoke on the way. Yep. I'm already like planning this out. Her, her pricing was a little funny because she had like, um, a consultation uh, fee, which mm-hmm. goes into the style. So I couldn't book the, co- I didn't want to book the consultation fee and the style and, you know, give her too much money or whatever. So I messaged her and, you know, called her. We talked over the phone. She sounds super cool. Um, she sounded professional, but then she lets me know off rip. She's like, you know, I actually, um, I'm a travel only stylist. And so that gave me pause because on her you pricing list, the there were travel fees, but there wasn't a dress for a business. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, so are there certain days that you, you know, doing so? She's like, no, it's a travel only. And, you know, there's a fee for that. Da, da, da. And so I said there were, you know, a couple different fees. You know, I didn't know what the pricing difference was for the fees, but I'm just like, OK, so, you know, I need to make sure I get the total before, the, you know, we agree to anything. So she's like, you know, I'm available this day. You know, what do you want? Uh, you know, send me some pictures. Da, da, da. I sent her some pictures of my hair. 
she was like, cool, you know, we could we could lock in for this time. And I was like, okay, great. Uh, you know, let me know the total. She was like, um, great, I'll get back to you tomorrow with the total. Cause this was two days before I was gonna get my hair done. And I was like, um, okay. So then she texts me the next day and I'm like, uh, hey, you know, what's the total? And she was like, Let me let me tell y'all. She said, because I sent her the pictures and she was like, received, see you, see you Wednesday. And I said, thank you. Also, let me know the total. Like, see you there. girl, how many times and do I have to ask you for Monday. the total? So then Tuesday, I text her because the appointment's Wednesday at three. So Tuesday, I text her, you know, 11 in the morning because we got to make sure we don't reach this 24-hour window. Even though there's no card on file for her to take no money from, but I still, still do my due diligence as mm-hmm. a human being and not waste nobody's time or have mine wasted, which was already the case. Um, Anyway. Um, good morning on Tuesday. Just wanted to make sure we confirm the total before tomorrow's appointment. Very clear. Grand Tuesday. <laughs> yes, we are confirmed. Grand Tuesday. That's all you need to know up. right there. She a hotel. <laughs> hey, Grand she Tuesday? a hotel, but she a girl. It's H-O-E-T-E-P. <laughs> <laughs> the niggas is H-O-T-E-P. The, I'm the so women present. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. From Grand Tuesday, I had a screenshot and sent it to some group chats. I was like, y'all, do I just go ahead and cancel this? Because this is what my spirit oh, said. No. You know, go with your gut. I should have just with my gut right there. Somebody <laughs> in my family is on that tip. And they be writing, like when they write yeah, I in the group text, they be writing <gasps> be E-Y-E. E-Y-E. <laughs> I know all my cousins listening is dying right now, but yes. <laughs> Woo! Into me, I see. <laughs> well, look, out of here, I knew she wasn't going to be. Okay. <laughs> I knew she wasn't going to be from my house after that. I saw Grand Tuesday. She said, Grand Tuesday. Yes, we are confirmed. And I said, and the total. Girl, and I'm so lost. Like, why you do you not want to tell me taxes. how much this costs? That's by noon, right? <laughs> look, look, that's by noon. So then my appointment's for three. So at 2.59 on Tuesday, you know, because, you know, he's about to be at the 24-hour mark. I was like, hello, I'm, we're canceling my appointment. It's a 24-hour mark, and I don't have the total. Thank you for your time. Mm. And she sends me a screenshot, and I sent her that at 2.59, at 8.44 p.m., which is... <laughs> You've been... You done moved the hell on at this point. Wait, what the screenshot say at that <laughs> we point? We done recorded. I was, look... You told us look, the story. We it, laughed at it. I was, I was sitting on the toilet eating my cup of noodles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So I'm going to bed, gonna do my what I do. You know what I'm saying? That's what she said. She's going to send me a screenshot of where she had like put in like in the uh, the app, the price. And she was like, as requested, your appointment scheduled yesterday for tomorrow will be canceled. And I was like, girl, I don't know why you're trying to be extra concise about when and At where this now. Point, when girl. She's a word I can't say no more. Right when I first asked for it. That's what I wanted to say. She you was know a super what I weirdo. To say. And the price wasn't super bad, but I will say she tried to tar- charge $25 for a round trip travel when it would have only cost me the MTA bus fare to go to a front where I thought shop was if I wasn't going to walk and smoke there, which is what I originally planned. <laughs> And this is a sad part. Like stuff like this happens and you'll see tweets and like people be like, this is why I don't support black business or I'm trying to support black business, but y'all making it hard. And I hate that. Like, I yep, hate I that we hate that. get that. I hate yeah. reinforcing that. I'm, that's why I'm happy that we highlight black businesses every week. And for the for most part, years. For, and have been literally, this has been the most consistent segment and we don't, I don't really hear a lot of like, oh, this business that you highlighted did X, Y, and Z. Like maybe yes. one time it's happened, mm-hmm. one time. Because it is tricky sometimes to endorse brands that you haven't 
worked with in some capacity. And the difference, too, is they're going to treat us differently because they know, which is why I try to like if I order sometimes if, if I've been ordering, I'll order with my name. People send it to me. They know what it is. But sometimes I will order differently or like put a different email or something so that I don't get special treatment because I do want to know. Yeah, I do want to know what the company's like with their with their uh, following because we're going to send them a following. So I don't want our listeners getting scammed, you know, or not receiving their packages because then that falls on us in some weird way. which is why Keith Lee was just highlighting, you know, regular people go in and they can't get help. It's like, yeah. I don't want to give y'all the review on this restaurant based on, yeah, I walked in, they see me right away because of who I was. He's realistic. like trying to give y'all the real. Yeah, yeah it's not realistic. It's part of his model. And I'm happy we've, luckily by the grace of God, <laughs> haven't had too many of those issues. But it does make me sad because there are so many issues. And I don't know if it's a resource issue, you know, that we just not as resourced as a lot of these white companies, you know, we don't, we're not getting seed funding the way they are. We don't have six figures from our parents that are helping us start companies. Like a lot of us are getting it from the mud and that's, and and this, that's a lot, you know, as, as entrepreneurs ourselves, we know how hard that is. And sometimes you slip, you know, some things fall to the wayside and, and I don't know. I'm like, how do we, Sometimes I wish we could talk in secret. Like, how can we collectively? <laughs> we can't. We can do pig leg. <laughs> how do we hash out these issues? So, like, a black better business bureau, you know, where it's right. like we help each other. Like, what is your issue? Because you have a great company, but it's getting fucked up because of your customer service. Mm-hmm. I mean, there does have to be some sort of black history listen, uh, lesson in business, because right. I think a lot of us have to realize that for like you were saying, a lot of us, we didn't grow up with our parents making us start businesses or try to learn about stocks or any of that. We grew up just making it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or just trying to play like we That's don't have real. any of that in us so that's why when we're starting from the ground up like you know what i do want to quit my job and start a business that's back to it being hard for us to highlight certain businesses we want to highlight business businesses so they can be successful but we have to be realistic again to everyone being a human being some people are starting these businesses but they might not have the way to continue to carry it because they don't know how or they didn't expect it to even be as successful as it did get or they don't see it being any more successful because they don't know how to continue to branch out or they don't have the resources because a lot of us just never had that sort of thinking like how me Dustin and you can just be so solutions based and we're looking at things like why is this even an issue a lot of people are like all right well like I was about to tell you friend when you're talking about your suitcase suitcases have been broken since the first plane you know we're probably taking off <laughs> right. they are not going like Dustin was trying to say put no cameras up in there like they want to like we were saying put another damn window up in the terminal they don't care Child. about that like Delta they trying to put hubs all over the place so it's like where they should focus on retaining customers and traffic by making sure they give some sort of guarantee for luggage because if they did then people be like oh yeah Delta number one again because you know now of peanuts <laughs> you know what I'm saying like and you know what I don't even like that little cookie but I want I, I want an extra cookie I want two cookies I, I'll eat that cookie just because I get it so give me two of them yeah. you know what I'm saying like don't come up over here with the little basket six iron, one. you know just one or two like everybody reached up in this basket ma'am don't put this basket in my face right alright sorry but you know I ain't messing with the people like that but I would love if some sort of because I thought I've been thinking about this for a very long time too. because when black people were complaining about Pinky giving out um, scholarships I mean uh, not scholarships um Entrepreneurial, uh, like seed money and stuff. Like Pinky was, she gave Pinky that Cole graduating from class. Vegan. Shout out to Pinky. Cole. Wait, people, yes, you said Pinky people Cole. were mad she was giving seed money. 
Well, she because she was basically trying to get people like starting money like if they want to start small businesses and people was like everybody's not like there were there was a sector of Twitter that was complaining saying everybody's not supposed to be an entrepreneur blah 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 and I'm like but isn't it cool that people get the opportunity to try and what? maybe be amazing at it right. because some people know that they would be amazing at it and they're too scared to try because they don't get that opportunity so like why aren't we looking for those who are trying to be excited and then maybe think about the ones that think they might fail and get that money and they go ham and cheese and then they might innovate the next generation of cultural wealth and stuff like that you know what i'm saying like there are just so many possibilities but a lot of people be focusing on the negative so it's like Shout out again to that dude from Twitter seeing his business getting ate up and he's like thinking, scratching his chin and his forehead or whatever he's scratching, trying to figure out how <laughs> right. do I make this how better as this? opposed to wasting the energy arguing with the people that could make it better, who could read the next tweet and be like, oh, damn, this seems like a really good person. Let me go see if this food that bad or let me just go pay because it's bad. People used to go to restaurants because like there was a restaurant that was popular because people did get cursed out or something. It was like on TV show. And it, I thought <laughs> oh, that, that was soup, like an appeal. The soup guy, right? In New yeah, York. Yeah. <laughs> like people thought like they would go up and like get cursed out and like it was like part of their draw their appeal but the food was actually bomb as fuck so the people were like all right well, we ain't just going to get cursed out like it's some good ass food mm-hmm. so yes black people it's i implore us all to do better we can do better leave room for each other but also don't take no shit i know it's very hard to discern between being able to do the two uh-huh. but you know and i i have I'm- grace <laughs> like there's brands that i have tried to support and the customer service was great but you know because they maybe got too many orders and they c- could handle at the moment, you know, you not getting your package for like five weeks or something, six weeks. And sometimes I know not everyone fucks with that because we're in an age of Amazon where you're getting your package right. tomorrow. So it's like even waiting a week, <laughs> Dustin, even waiting six weeks. It's like a lot. It feels like a lot, but there are some brands that I, I am patient with that process because I'm Same. like, once they get over this hump, and yep. start making money consistently yeah, and, and able to mm-hmm. expand in time. And like, they're going to be out of here because the product is just worth it, you know? Yep. And I, I wish that more people had that kind of patience, but I understand that people don't. And so that's mm-hmm. the part that's hard. And with a lot of these businesses, like they're trying their best. You know how many people we've shouted out that they was like shook? They were like excited, but also shook because it's like, oh no, like... We're getting thousands of orders and it's just me, you know, like at home packaging these things cry up baby, and then it gets baby, shook up. Mama titty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. So I'm just playing. Oh my God. <laughs> but I think there has to be a little bit of grace, but also, you know, I get it. You do have to also like that girl. She could have just emailed me and told me that. And granted, maybe yeah. not everyone wanted to hear her sob story. And maybe that's why she didn't tell me. <laughs> What was really yeah. going on? I get it. I don't know. I think it's complicated, but let's also it not is. act like there aren't mad, mediocre white people running businesses. I mean, I mean, they literally that's well, just a human I, th- thing. This is see, th- this is what drove me to quit my job <laughs> because they weren't even they were just managers of this business, but they were still taking whatever from the company. And so I'm thinking, Pink whoever is in charge ass. to work on this company, <laughs> what was that whole name? I'm not saying, I'm the, saying name, the name. The nigga that I couldn't stand no, no, from my no, job is named no, JT. Fuck oh, you, no, JT. Joe all that. I hope he your knees broke. I, I hope he is. I hope he. Ooh, I was about to say some real bad stuff. So thank you, but fuck you because I ain't never gonna forget how you did me in that office that day when I was about to lose my job. You raggedy oh. son of a bitch, and and the only reason I didn't fuck your ass up was because I needed your help. <laughs> 
And I was at a point where I had to eat it, but you didn't have to do it the way you did it. So fuck you and your whole damn family, bitch. <laughs> Go ahead. And I think that's, and I hate that that has had, I hate that we've had moments like those, but I think that's what makes us unique and why we're driven to want to do things the appropriate way that are actually solutions based. Again, to say that word, like it's the, look, every time you see this word, take a shot. You it, gave it to me once, Dustin, as I've used it. I've ran it with the whole episode. All I know is I just hate when people just are always trying to be terrible to each other in situations where it don't even take all that. Like, and, like you at work, you know what I'm saying? Like, ugh, like I hate all of that energy in any sort of aspect. So it's like when I am feeling that way and like I hate when something bad happens to me, but it's like there's like we're saying it's a customer service person I get to go talk to about it because I can try to process how I don't want to curse them out before I talk to them. I still know I still got to try to light some sort of fire under their ass because I don't want them to think I'm playing either. That like, part. like this is dance that I've had to learn <laughs> yeah. just as a face-to-face human being. So I take those practices and think about how when I have my business that I'm not going to be like, I'm going to be that woman on the other side of that dance. And like, what am I going to do? So mm-hmm. like, that's something I also think about too. So that's why I think about what uh, Delta, what I told you, but they've been getting them suitcases broke, but like they still do need to do something because it's I an mean, issue. at the end of the day, we can all start looking at Delta like, okay, girl, well, if Southwest decide at the end of the day they gonna you know just say fuck it and run some sort of crazy sale that everybody's like you know what <laughs> Southwest do go to XYZ Delta might lose that year and that might you know start some uh, that might be the start of a fall and I don't want to say Delta and Southwest and just name drop all these companies excuse me no, they're um, all annoying. nobody sponsored anything so I wish you could <laughs> bring <beat> them out <laughs> I mean, well, I still want to fly until we get teleportation. To, you know, Southwest need to tell them motherfuckers where to sit. Because <laughs> that whole run for get get the best seat shit. I'm like, that's funny to me. I think that's Yo. hilarious. I, I remember the first time I flew Southwest like years ago and I was like, where am I sitting? And the girl's like, oh, you just, <laughs> she was like, you just grab a seat. I was like, really? Like the bus, it's still a myth to me. I would just like to thank God. I just want to thank God. You know, I I only really learned about this. Shout out to uh, my best friend EJ from school. He lives here now. He does improv. I took uh, Crystal and another one of our friends to uh, the improv show he did. Why you call me ho? You could have called me ho. (laughs) It was on a Sunday. I really didn't even want to go. And so, like, I was just like, hey. And then then Crystal was like, she's like, oh, so you're not going to invite me? And then I was like, Crystal, come. Look, and then when I did invite her, she was like, oh, well, I didn't think you really wanted me to come. I was like, well, I told you could come once you asked me to come. And so then she showed us, like, see, I told y'all gonna be. I was like, you just decided you was gonna spit two minutes ago. But I ain't hold it against her because I know it's a lot because I'm kind of like her, so I get it. But anyway, we were at this improv show, and during one of the skits, um, shout out to EJ, my best friend, he was standing with his arms folded, uh, rolling his eyes as one of his scene partners was, she kept slapping her thighs. She was like, come on, come on, come on. Here's a good boy. But she was doing it like with a Texas accent. I'm not going to try to do it. And I'm thinking like, he's a dog. And then he goes to sit in her lap and they say, he goes, I hate flying Southwest. And that shit, me and Chris, we was all on the floor because that shit was so funny. So every time I think about the fact that Southwest mm-hmm. is a free for all seat, I'm like, that is insane. I just can't. I would never do that. I can't. But anyway. I literally can't. Thank you to the listeners for allowing us to vent. <laughs> it turned into a whole different episode. But sometimes it seems like <laughs> that. Because yeah. I love it when it's organic customer like serv- that. Yeah. I mean, it's just in the spirit, you know, and, and I just, oh, I just. Somebody got paid for this bag. That's all I'm saying. That's you get all it back I'm in blood. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? And I and it's an issue that Delta needs to fix 
in general, because I, I would also low-key hate in the spirit of Keith Lee for them to hit me because I talked about it on a podcast that gets <laughs> hundreds of thousands of listens a week. That wouldn't be fair either. You know, like they just I mean, need but if they do want to run some sort of, you know, flight campaign or make up <laughs> or, you know, I would like to be included. That's why they say, well. I'm not Keith Lee. Okay. Look, 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 look. look my business it. is heart centered, but my heart still desires nice things. <laughs> but I'm still you know a tourist and I like luxury. Okay. No. So <laughs> those of you listening, I'm curious to know your experiences too, with whether it's restaurants, Delta, flying, customer hell. service, <laughs> just in general, because this is just. A travesty, Hotels. especially with black businesses. To me, I'm very sensitive when I see those tweets. I this one fuck with black business. I'm always get like triggered because I'm like, okay, y'all, we can't say stuff like that. Like, right? Shut your dumb ass up. Let's figure it out in private. Okay, so <laughs> the wellness segment that I did about the herbs, mm-hmm, y'all mm-hmm. really took to that, and it made me feel so good. The amount of people that hit me saying that they they too were having some tummy issues, whether it was digestive or just discomfort, whatever. Um, a lot of you went to your local apothecaries or barriums, herb shops and found blends and have now developed relationships with the herbalists. And that just like, I love that. That warmed my heart. Cause your a lot impact. of you were like <laughs> the shows. In fact, a lot of you had never even considered that as an option. So I'm super grateful that you, did consider it and that it's brought you relief because that's literally the point of the wellness segment. I am not really? an expert, but I'm someone <laughs> that is an advocate and I'm always curious and trying different modalities. Yeah. Y'all know how I am since the YouTube days. So I'm always grateful when y'all consider my opinion and then try it for yourselves and do your own field research. And you're like, yes to this, no to this. That's what this is all about. So because the herbs, y'all were like, okay, what else? Because I have this issue, I have that issue. Really took me to my blog days. Oh, hey, friend. Shout hey. out to Tumblr. Lord, <laughs> but we would just like try to figure out uh, ways hey, to help each other. Hey, what was the herbs that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. You know, people always email me and say that, hey, friend, hey. hey. And then they go, sorry, I had to. Literally never fails. But don't be sorry. So- <laughs> I wanted to tell y'all about an Instagram that I'm not an Instagram, a brand, but they're Mm -hmm. on Instagram. Huge brand called Yes, an Herbstagram. It's called Anima Mundi. Anima Mundi. And it's an herb brand by this Costa Rican clinical herbalist named Adriana Ayales. Mm. And she has two locations. There's an actual location in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, which I tell you to check out. Her brand is brilliant. And then she just opened in Venice, Venice Beach in California. So coast to coast. Yeah. And she... Thought you meant Italy, child. (laughs) And she... um. Her herbs are what they consider ethically wildcrafted. And if you don't know what that means, it's basically... I was just going to ask you. Yeah, it's people who respect harvest. They don't find an herb somewhere and then be like, ooh, and just take all of it. So <laughs> like, it's like halal. <laughs> is there's a reverence there's a reverence for it you know like so they they'll take how much they like the need and they also yeah like- and they take how much they need how much they're not just trying to like create a monopoly with the herb in whatever location like they're like this is good enough the damn dirt 
Give me these herbs. Nah, I want them all. I don't care about nobody. You know, Americans are greedy. Like, we see a herb somewhere and we'd be like, I could start a company with this whole shit and try to take over the damn tree. But she's like, if I only need this much for this amount of recipes, that's all I'm going to take. So it's ethically wildcrafted. That's what that means. But I wanted to talk to you guys, those of you having menstrual symptoms, right? That's the biggest question I got. Like, thank you for the food. Uh, not the food, the digestive issues, but what about those of us that have PMS, that have cramps, that have all kinds of issues that kick up? Some people vomit. I mean, it hits people differently. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to you guys about, <laughs> this sounds very hotep, but it's not. It's called a womb tea mm-hmm. that she makes. I, I mean, thought that meant somebody was pregnant. A womb tea. <laughs> It's like a womb tea. And <laughs> let me spell pretty. Anima Mundi. It's A-N-I-M-A-M-U-N-D-I. You can go to the website and see all of their offerings. They have all kinds of elixirs and teas and tea blends. They even have strainers and filters for your tea. If you're someone that is just getting into loose tea and don't necessarily know how to heat it up. They have all the tools and accessories that you need for your teas. Cool. But that's Anima Mundi. But the, the womb tea Spell has it for me one more time. <laughs> A-N-I-M-A-M-U-N-D-I. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm with you. I'm with and you. they're good because they okay. have teas Ooh. for like, if you want to, it's nice, right? She has a beautiful mm, brand. If you want to be calm, if you need energy, she even has a, an elixir called Euphoria. If you If your libido has been low. Maybe you haven't had energy. A lot of people have been, you know, suffering with depression, whatever issues come up and their libido just takes a hit. She has like an aphrodisiac elixir called euphoria. That's really bomb. Um, But the womb tea, (laughs) the womb tea has raspberry leaf, which I actually take raspberry leaf on its own. I have found it to be very calming. I'm not someone that gets menstrual cramps by the grace of God. Mm -hmm. Um, I just my cycle literally just comes and it's pretty regular. But I know a lot of that has to do with the herbs that I Mm -hmm. drink regularly because I drink them daily and with the raspberry leaf i drink it for like a week leading up to my cycle and it just provides a lot of calm and relief and look at something you crack me up now she got smoke blend so i was looking oh at yeah that. i'm telling you she's the bomb so uh the womb tea has raspberry leaf but it also has red clover leaf which helps balance your hormones it has vitex which um, regulates your actual menstrual cycle so if you found that it just kind of comes whenever it wants if you consistently drink this vitex berry it'll help regulate it and, and get it on more of a expected schedule if you will your body is Marshmallow- so crazy isn't it so fascinating? Right. Marshmallow root is gastrointestinal relief. If you're someone that deals with cycles, you know how that is. You be in the bathroom <laughs> going through it. This will help ease that discomfort. Uh, moringa leaf is iron. It has, hmm. I've read it has like 25 times the amount of iron you can get in just like spinach and leafy greens. Yeah. So it's really helpful because think about it when you're menstrual. You lose a lot of iron with all that blood release, blood loss, you know? Yeah. yeah, with the blood loss. So this is a, a way to kind of replenish that loss. And, and all of us need iron. <laughs> For like most women are just iron deficient, unfortunately. <coughs> and then lemon balm, which is just like 
a mood booster. It helps with your alertness and just a lot of us get really down because these are a lot of symptoms to be dealing with every month. Every month recurring. So people, yeah, where people have a lot of resistance to their cycles. And when you have that resistance because you low-key hate it when it comes, it it creates more problems for you. You know, you almost like think about it when you see someone you hate every time you see them, it's just like (laughs) it overwhelms your nervous system because you're like, why the fuck? Imagine dealing that way with a cycle. So that's why I try to have more reverence for it. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. it's not the best time, but I'm going to drink the herbs I have to drink, drink the amount of water I need to drink and kind of do your research on what your cycle your particular cycle, because all of us, ours are different, may need to make it a more easeful process where you're not dreading it every month. So I wanted to put this womb tea into your awareness and even the euphoria elixir. It's not just um, an aphrodisiac for your libido, but it's also a mood booster. I found that it like just helps you feel better. It has a lot of really important nutrients that just work really well with your brain chemistry for those of us that might not be doing too well lately and just kind of need a little bit of a nudge um, with some of these herbs. So she also has stuff for beauty, brain health, digestive health, energy, Asante sauce, some smoke blends if you smoke. Um, stuff for relaxation and sleep. She has stuff for body and spirit. If you need some herbs for your spiritual practices and your altars, mood elevators, like I mentioned with the euphoria elixir. So I really wanted to put her into your awareness, whether you can go into the brick and mortar. I mentioned Greenpoint, Brooklyn or Venice beach. Um, But the website, Amina Mundi um, has everything you need. She's also at Free People, which is so random. I saw her woo Free tea. People. <laughs> yeah, y'all know I love that store. I saw it was, you know how Free People has like a beauty, like a beauty section mm-hmm. with like creams mm-hmm. and hair stuff and herbs. They have her there too. If you want to stop at a Free People and see if they have it. But um, but it's a great brand. And, and I love following her because she talks a lot about her farm too. Like she shows you how she harvests all the herbs and she really has a really cool relationship with her community where it's not just like here, I sell you these products, but it's more so like, look at the process that we go through to create these products for you and shows you the ecosystem of her brand, which y'all know I love. I think that's really cool. And of having a farm in Costa Rica and just being a, your own ecosystem, like you have your farm that provides products for your business and back and forth. That's so cool to me. That's like the dream. So I really love her brand and I wanted to put that into your awareness. Mountain Rose Herbs is also a really great brand uh, for herb blends, just in case you don't find anything on the Anima Mundi website. Mountain Rose Herbs is older. And it has like a bigger selection of tea blends. So Mm -hmm. that's another one that I wanted to throw out there just in case. It's also where I got my tumbler, my double glass tumbler that I drink my tea out of. So you can check that out in case you needed another option. But I know people were getting really curious about herbs, which makes me so happy. I think what I'm going to do is have Cecily... Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask yes. her, right? Hopefully she's free and have her come on uh, one of the wellness segments to talk about herbs um, with us for like 15, 20 minutes and just like not just 
the ways that we've mentioned it, but I'm sure there's a lot of ways that herbs can really integrate into our lives that we have no idea about because it's just so powerful. It's it's medicine that's like out there for all of your ailments. Like you would be surprised the ways that herbs can help. So I'm happy to uh, put that out there for people that have never really messed around with them. Hopefully you'll get a little curious. So that's it. Just wanted to tell y'all about Anima Mundi. Shout out to Adriana Ayales and her incredible work. And check out the womb tea if you need some support. I definitely stand by it. I think it's amazing. It's a great mixture. And if you can't afford the womb tea, just grab some raspberry leaf on its own at your local um, herbarium. place. Mm -hmm. Right. And then actually Cecily mentioned motherwort. If you want to get that, she said it can be bitter in tea. So people tend to use it as a tincture, but she likes it for her cycle. She mentioned hibiscus, which I know a lot of people mm. drink hibiscus tea. It's actually really useful very for menstrual. Right now. Very popular for just menstrual health overall. And then cramp bark, which she said kicks in in 30 minutes when you're having really bad cramps. Mm. It's good to have some cramp bark. So you can just go and ask for that at the apothecary. And she said it works fast. So shout out to Cecily for those tips. Okay. (laughs) Shout out to her for those quick notes. Oh my God. I think they're trick-or-treating. Who are the kids already? Oh yeah. It's later over there where y'all are at. Yeah. They're out of school. <laughs> Look oh at my you. God. Do you have candy? They, they ain't gonna let them come to my door because you know what my apartment smell like. <laughs> I was about to say I had the, the children repellent blowing right no, now. You so. didn't. But that's it for the wellness segment. Another um highlight on herbs. I really wanted to keep highlighting them because herbs are affordable, pretty accessible. Um And just something that is so useful. Like, y'all don't understand. It has changed my tummy aches completely. Like, I feel so much better. So I had to put that out there for those that are looking for a similar type of relief. So that's it. Doing the Lord's work, friend. Thank you. I hope so. I love when people write us and be like, yo, thank you. Like, I really needed that. I've always been scared of menstrual cramps, even though it's not a concern, obviously. (laughs) You are so. But I've always been fearful of them because of, and I'm going to get you sucker. Remember the movie, I'm going to get you sucker? Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Remember when she, the old girl got, I have cramps, remember? (laughs) And that's really what you be feeling like. No, some people get real sick. Like, it's bad for some people. I told y'all the first time I got a Charlie horse, I didn't know what it was. And I, I thought I was having a heart attack in my sleep. <laughs> oh, no. I had never experienced that pain. It was in my left leg. So I was like, they said your left side. Ah! <laughs> I thought I was I thought I was out of here. But my mama was like, it's just straighten your point your toes. Point your toes. <laughs> I think you were going to say your mom was like, now nah, imagine getting that every month. You know how she was trying stomach. to tell me it was a Charlie horse, but I had never had one. I didn't even know they existed. I thought I you was. You don't even want to know. Child. So I can only imagine. Like, I take my hat off to y'all. Because every day when y'all have shift change every month like that. Not shift change. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm looking forward to it not coming, but it's okay. We give thanks. We give thanks. So, with that being said, let's jump into some music, man. What you got for us? Well, another week in music. Not a whole lot to report on. Um, Very quickly, wanted to say that Taylor Swift has 
Uh, she has the labels changing their rules. I rec- I think oh, a couple I weeks, saw that. a couple weeks, a few weeks back, I saw, I spoke about Katy Perry selling her catalog. A lot of artists have been doing this as of late. Uh, earlier this year, I believe Justin Justin Bieber sold his catalog. Um, some ZZ Top, a whole bunch of people, Iggy Azalea, a bunch of people have been selling their music. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, she sold her catalog back in I don't remember what year, but she'd been re-recording her projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. They're upset. The labels now are upset because her re-recorded versions have been performing very well. Um, her, her first three all reached number one on the Billboard two, uh, 200. And um, Taylor's version of 1989, which was just released last mm-hmm. week, is expected to join them. Um, 1.5 million in sales. I pure saw. sales. She got. Well, that I don't know. Wow. I just saw Good the 1.5 million. But I mean, we don't even hear numbers like At that all. in this. That's like she got school. Kendrick to re-record his verse on Bad Blood, so it's like wow. Taylor said, I, th- "These are my songs. <laughs> I'm gonna have my control." And now the record labels are they're looking and they're saying that they want guarantees from artists that they can't re-record <laughs> their material for ten to fifteen or, or as even long as thirty, 30 years after departing from their label. Crazy. So. No um, one should sign that. I'd be like, okay, fine, give me my masters. Yeah, which is another conversation, right? Because <laughs> and you know, I don't have to. That That's the reason why they're doing it. Typically, artists re- receive ownership of their masters after like thirty years, and in some cases, twenty. I know Anita Baker. Remember, that's why she was fighting for her life. Which that, that's why I thought her attitude was so bad, but she been on that shit before the thirty year mark even got there. You know what I'm saying? But Chance the Rapper helped her get her shit. We know Shanti just Uh-oh. re-recorded her shit, and that's why Irv Gotti was just saying the shit he was saying. So this is a thing. I, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say some of the re-recordings. <laughs> some of the re-recordings are so funny. <laughs> Like a lot of the old school Motownish bands are re-recording and they sound crazy. Because they don't sound the age. same. Like, come on now. <laughs> like you can't be 70. <laughs> come on <laughs> now. Old but you well, know, get ta- your money. You get hate. your money. Taylor's giving the labels something to to talk about and some for the artists to think about as they sign in their uh, deals moving forward. Um, the music game is dirty. <laughs> The music game is crazy, but you as an artist, it's up to you to do whatever it is that you do. For some people, it, it's a good idea to just like, I feel like I don't care. I feel like Iggy Azalea is smart for her to sell her music catalog because, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do with it? Yikes. I mean, and that's not to be shady, even yes, though it is coming it is. off very shady. I know it is. I know it is. I say that because a lot of people didn't really see it for her, but she actually has like a really like high budget looking, like, you mm-hmm. know, really clean stuff. So imagine somebody buys that and they know what to do with it. If she didn't know what to do, how to fit in a landscape where she's already being ridiculed as this uh, wannabe black girl that's rapping. So imagine somebody buys this and they're like, you know what? I own this. We're going to run this as part of like our show. It's going to be the soundtrack for something. And let's say the act on the show take off. And now her shit hitting as a soundtrack, like she's missing out on some money. But she already got her pay her payment up front from Sony Catalog. But these are things to think about as an artist, because let's say, you know, Nobody, you just don't know what you're going to do or you decide to change your life or whatever. But I feel like everyone should hold on to their things because, you know, it, it, your ownership, it's yours. Because you don't know what's going to pop up on the TikTok or anything these That's days. True. You just don't know how it's going to go down. You don't know. So, but some of these motherfuckers need to take what they can get. Yeah, I'm be <laughs> yeah so that's what Everybody I'm saying. Everybody ain't Both Taylor. Sides. Everybody ain't, you know, right. Monica. And then Taylor's a yeah. unique situation, yeah. honestly. Some I mean, of y'all, if they offer you a nice bag, look. 
Right. <laughs> you need to go on and, you know, make it make sense. Okay. I wish I could. I wish I was popping enough to just have me a, a hit. So let's say I got a whole catalog. I can actually, you know, sell off, you know. I'm trying to do some business stuff anyway. <laughs> I was surprised but, Justin I mean, Bieber sold I his. I was surprised because I thought there was some long-term value there. Yeah. Um, it seemed a little premature to me, but again, that ain't my music nor my money. So, you know, whatever. Right. I don't really follow Justin Bieber, but I know he did have, well, I don't know if these things are related because I'm pulling out my ass here again. I don't follow Justin Bieber, but I, maybe it was something for him going in his Christianity or whatever. I don't know what his case was, but I know apparently he's like on record as like one of the youngest to do it. So or I don't know if he's on a Christian. record or. <laughs> he was the youngest new Christian. No. <laughs> Wait, does, Canadian is, Christians. does he still make music? Uh, uh Sure. I still hear yeah, that. Maybe so that's it too. He's like he just he just did that I'm acoustic good. thing with SZA, but I don't know if that he has any plans to like that gospel album have a would be nasty. Anything. He needs to do a gospel I mean, album. Honestly, Fuck Latasha. Look. He needs to do a gospel album. <laughs> Justin Bieber, G, Justin Jesus. You did. You, you got something there, Dustin. You got. You, hey, you can't you see him look. doing the gospel poses? <laughs> Listen, people would people would go I to can. see Justin Bieber on Sunday somewhere and and hear that voice too. Woo. Ooh, that'd be something But yes He'd be uh, at Agape in LA <laughs> The Sini <laughs> church <laughs> Okay um, Yeah A whole lot of other things have, have happened in music But I don't really want to talk about it Because I feel like We've been talking a whole lot anyway So let's get into Songs to play uh, Also known as Listens Lately Fran I would love to know What you've been listening to lately Yeah um, While you pull your music up If you don't have it pulled up already I just want to say I talk shit about Drake I didn't talk shit. Well, I did talk shit about Drake. I talked shit about Drake, Slime You Out, how I do not like that song. Love it. But after spending more time with the album, I, it's one of my favorites. Yes. <laughs> A sign. After, because, because I gotta they think it's got. And they talking they shit. In sequence. In sequence to wait, because he pulled me in other tracks before. And so by the time I get there, and, and he's like, yeah. yeah. Oh, like what his little runs and shit he's doing. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess. I'm telling you. Like, there's there are there are a lot of slides on that yes. record, so I have to I have to eat my words for that because listening to it. Ooh, mm. he said this ain't even the latest I can get on you, bitches. I was like, and then let SZA come through and talk because SZA was talking her shit. Yeah, yeah, it, it all sounds so much better for me altogether because I really love obviously the party next door track. I like even though. I had I had like a double connection to that party next door track. Whenever Drake and Party Next Door make music together, it's always all connected or it's all in the same vein. I guess there's like a double album somewhere of like this whole like fuckboy vibe that I really fuck with. Look, look I want it. I, 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 I need. I need members only. <laughs> yeah. Look, I can't wait till September. <laughs> look, because that means the next month is going down like timber. Like there's just like a lot of moments that Feed I really in my vein. <laughs> Bahamas promises. Uh, I was fucking it up to Drew Picasso yes. when I came on. Fran was on it. She's like, what are you jamming to? So like every record on there is, is I'm fucking with really, really hard. So shout out to Drake. Shout out to For All The Dogs. Like I'm, I spent the rest of October with the project and it, I love Thank you. Real quick, Thank small you. pivot, right? As I was putting on my chapstick, I was reminded, remember I told y'all my sister-in-law gave me all that chapstick from that account <laughs> that she had anyway. <laughs> So why I didn't look at the package, I've just been getting chapstick out the bag as I need them. 
I went to a, I, I got some out the bag. I didn't realize it was sunscreen for your lips. It's not just tapstick. <laughs> Why I went to a party that had all black lights, right? <laughs> I put that shit on. I looked in the mirror. I seen the mirror. I was like, <gasps> I was so glad I caught it when I did. Cause I tell you, I see that bitch looking like Sambo, baby. <laughs> Fuck me up. I, I was, I went to babe. wiping it. I would have paid to see you. I got that shit off. Like, let me get this shit off. This just happened to me. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Well, now it's all friends. Oh, wait. And Dustin, your Halloween costume. Oh, thank you. It was so funny. I literally. Thank you very much. Is it still up? Go to my Instagram, Tay. Get a live reaction. The ties in very well with your topic today. Oh my God! Fury, Kid Fury, just called me while we was recording, and he gonna do me like this. When I showed him we was recording, he was like, he pointed at me and went <laughs> talking about my Instagram. Okay, Halloween loading. I'm scared. Oh, Go to my actual so page, good. not them stories. Go to my page. Yeah, the feed, baby. I see for all the dogs. <laughs> no, but. I am crying because so when I saw the first the initial photo, I'm like, this can't be you. And that's me. It's, the, it's his lips. For some reason, his lips are taking me down in that image. Like I cannot. So fucking funny. Ain't that You're shit funny, crazy. nigga? <laughs> Me and Patrick. The prep. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Doing the bending, baby. You crazy. You're so funny. Woo. <laughs> amazing. You're amazing. Thank you you are a visionary. You <laughs> are. You. You, bravo, bravo, Thank you, my friend. You win <laughs> Halloween every year. Thank you, my friends. Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank that was beautiful. Yeah, Thank was, you for that. Ain't that some stupid right, shit? <laughs> <laughs> it was very I was, dumb sitting, there, I I was sitting there one day getting going up the ladder to the roof <laughs> and I was like, you know what the fuck? I'm finna be for Halloween. I'll be that damn drawing. It came together. You're one of the dogs. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, anyway. All right, friend. So um <laughs> Alex Isley and Tara Smartin put out an EP called I Left My Heart in Ladera. And it's so good. Mm. Is it an EP? Maybe it's an album. Actually, it says album. Um, and the videos. title track, I Left My Heart in Ladera, is so beautiful. It features Robert Glasper. I know he's the shit. Mm. So this is how it goes.
That's how. That's how. I love She just like does no wrong in my eyes. Um, another fave of ours, Yeba. Yes. I was looking through the new release. Uh, playlist on Spotify, and I saw that Yeba dropped the record called Waterfall. I adore you. And this is how it goes. Deep in my mind, even my inner critic is still a mystic. You're unrefined, raw and uncut. The prisms bending time to time, mirrors break, they multiply. Fuck what they say, these feelings don't subside. Obsessions fade over time, but what remains, love is whatever we make. Tell you something about Yeba. Work, Yeba. <sighs> that voice. As soon as she comes in, I get chills. Like, I'm going to have to add that right now. Yep, Waterfall. See, the problem I is, y'all you. talk about songs and I'll add them to my favorites. And then, like, next week when I have my other three favorites, I'm supposed to talk about, I'll be like, oh, uh, and I'll try not to play the song y'all already played. <laughs> <laughs> and then, last one is oh. um, Destin Conrad. Y'all know I adore him. Oh, his new What's project. Up, Destin yes. Conrad. Destin Conrad dropped a new What's album. What's the name of the project? It's called Submissive. Look at the cover. I love it. Mm, and then it's a really good album, so it's kind of hard to pick um, which song. He has a song with Masego. He has a song with Jordan Ward. So it's good. I think I'm going to go with... Which one do I pick? All of them. Have I done Out of Control? I don't know if I've done out of control, but just in case I didn't, it's my favorite out of this project. So this is how it goes. Run out of ways to say it. I know your shit too fire. It's like two, three days. No rush it, I Little do you know I'm your baby You just don't see me in that light But when I get to showing out Touching you in private I can tell that you won't fight it oh, homie said you play around And all our mutual friends They heard about it And I see how you did what's the name so in a shame, but you met your fucking match, no flame. I'ma show you how to keep a good thing going. Oh, it's gotta be out of control. Mm-hmm, it's gotta be out of control. I 
could tell why you walking, had that thing set up. One thing about me is I won't let up. Whoa, it's gotta be out of control. Fire, right? Ooh. Hell yeah. That's when people like, there's no good music. I'm like, you are not looking. <laughs> Dustin over there having a moment. Look at you. <laughs> Shirt in his mouth. <laughs> so those are my three for this week. They're very good. Right. Those are very good. Yes, they were. All three. Dustin mm-hmm. Ross, what you got for us? What you been we listening to? Old school. This is Bell B of DeVoe. When will I see you smile again? Oh. I'm so sorry, baby. I never meant to hurt you. Please forgive me. Drop from your eyes Tell me why you cry Guilt I fear when you look at me Did I let you down? Since the siren's ruining it, that's what I did for that now the next song, uh, this is Freaky by Offset and Cardi B. Make a bitch baby daddy wanna kill me Freak, freak, it's freaky I know y'all know it as soon as it starts. We're just going to play it.
Uh-huh. Keep that going. <laughs> no, I, wish, I wish I could let it ride. That's Tedra Moses. Uh-huh. Take Me featuring Raphael Sadiq. Yes. Um, from the her. Complex Simplicity album. Shout out to Tedra Moses for having a cla- a real deal, legit classic album. Shout out to Tedra. Hell yes. That's it for me. All right. Um, well, this track is by Stunner Girl. It's called Courtesy of a Rich Nigga. <laughs> Asante, five stars, 10 out of 10, would recommend. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Jose the Great, courtesy of a rich nigga. My wrist, my bag, riding around in a lamp. Courtesy of a rich nigga. My toes in the sand. He wanna buy a bitch land. I only fuck with rich bitches. Take trips to islands. Now my ass got a tan. I am not one of them. Remember how I was in a jam. Shit could still hit the fan. I only accept apologies in the form of cash. Multiple deposit fees added to my stash. I'm the reason why niggas post the red flags. Reckless sideballing niggas staring at my ass. All my bitches balling, all the niggas wanna smash. All the niggas calling weed and bitches they harass. Once I grip on a nigga, he ain't finna last. Squeeze technique on it, had him coming fast. My face car valid home, give a bitch a pass. Last bitch had smoke, turn into an ass. Hold a nigga away, cause his dick hella trash. 200 on a dash, I'ma show you how to dash. Cause got a car switching lanes when I hit the gas. Peek into my closet, all you seen is some tags. Hold my big knee, shit, I'm blowing money fast. I'm paid in full, but he still don't me so that's Stunner Girl. What's going on? You already love know. It's your girl Stunner. <laughs> I love that song too. Um, the next song I want to play is a bit of a throwback. You know how you used to be having those random songs you just sing out of nowhere and you don't really remember the song, but you know the song? This mm-hmm. is one of those songs and I had to like songs. look it up on YouTube. Um, this song is by an artist named Fundisha. <gasps> and Fundisha. do you know this song? I remember song Fundisha. Right. What song is okay, it? Okay. I had it on my YouTube. But I was trying to pull it up on the spot. Courtesy of a Fundisha. So, so the song is called Live the Life. Um, apparently dropped in 2004. I feel like I know this. this. That this name is, is a bell. I listened Same to the whole friend. song. And I was that like, is not is a common shit. name. <laughs> Fundisha. Okay, hold on. Like, let me make sure it's on the street. I right swear here. I remember this. People don't know what I go through Or imagine what it's like being misunderstood Maybe If you could walk a mile in my shoes You would feel all the things that I go through And then you tell me what you would do To try to make your dreams come true When you Feel like your back is up against the wall And every time you try to rise you fall That's right But yet you find the strength to hold on Keep the faith uh-huh. So yes, that's Fundisha I, I don't know where you are Fundisha But wherever you are, I hope you are doing well That oh, song has it. lived with me <laughs> Uh, you know, certain things they just hit you out of nowhere. You be like, damn, it was, it was something catchy, but it was the soul in it. That was back in the air, I guess, when like City High and all them was doing their music too, because you know that's another song that lives with me. I don't know what it is about the whole era of you know trying to what make would it. You do? But... <laughs> what would you do? Um, last song I'm gonna play is by an artist. Uh, I'm not sure what they are. This happened on my YouTube too, but this song by Jungle. Have you ever heard of Jungle? Jungle Pussy. Mm-hmm. Not Jungle Pussy. 
<laughs> jungle. I don't because I was gonna try to see if they were a group. Jungle. Or something. Love yeah, I think by they're the like time. a jungle. I know love. the genre. Yes. Oh we oh we oh. I think <laughs> I wanna know. No, yeah. I only know that because of uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Like, oh. I don't know why I watched that show. It was one of those, or that movie. It was one of those movies that I always seen at Blockbuster when I was younger mm-hmm. and I never got to mm-hmm. watch it. So I watched it when I was a little bit older and I was like, well, this was fucking dumb. But like, I get it. Like, I don't know what it was As about that. It was like that mundaneness. my childhood. <laughs> Yes, but again, the artist uh, is Jungle. I think they're like a duo of some sort. I, I was going to try to look and see what they do, but I couldn't find that as fast as I wanted to. I thought Spotify was going to hold it down and have it ready, but they didn't. This song is called Don't Play, and there's a video on YouTube. I saw the music video, and it was so hot, and the song goes so hard. But I want to make sure I put it up on Spotify. Here we go. by jungle i don't know if this is off. it's called it's by mood talk and jungle but jungle's the name of the project i don't okay. know it's listed real crazy <laughs> on there the video's on youtube they're breaking it down everybody looks good the lights is cool and that's and why scarlett johansson so. dancing in the video she did like scarlett the way she was popping remember was, they said we old if you put our hands up yeah but, but what if she was black. black what if she was brand still <laughs> <laughs> now i can say i'm a black woman <laughs> That does it for the Music Man segment. We can move on to TV Land. Dustin Ross, what have you been watching? Motherfucking Basketball Wives. Straight up. Basketball Wives. So good, y'all. This season is good. So good. So good. Do you hear me? Good, 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 good. I'm watching. First of all, Evelyn is back. Say what you want. Evelyn Lozada is a staple at Basketball Wives. No matter what city it's in, Evelyn being on Basketball Wives is a good thing. Jennifer Williams and she's is still back. Evelyn. Jennifer Williams also has a brand new show called My True Scam Story um, that's coming out that is executive produced by her and Angela Yee. And it's telling the story of a scammer that she had oh, gotten involved wow. with in a relationship that scammed her out of a Range Rover. And she then found out that he had scammed all these other women and men. So. Y'all got to watch that. That's coming out. Brand new series for her. And support endeavors like that. People talk all that shit about reality stars. And it's good to blah, expand. Blah, blah. Yeah. It's great to expand and see what other what other talents these people have. So mm-hmm. love Jennifer or hate Jennifer. People say she looks like she always smelling something. Whatever. The point is, she's doing this new show. <laughs> and shout out to Angela Yee. She stays with a new yeah. business Shout out venture. to Angela Yee. And also, you know what else? 
Angela Yee so, has always so been inspiring. one of the nicest people in media that I've ever Legit. met. That's yep. why I hate all the backlash she gets because she's so so nice. kind, so nice, yep. always putting and thoughtful, thoughtful and always as hell. like yes, putting yep. people like if she knows there's something you want to do and she finds yep. out, she'll like. Help you get there. She's so nice. Much love Shout to Angela Yee. And whenever you want me to come up there and sit in that chair and weigh up. Okay. Holla at a player. You should really have all three of us come up there <laughs> together. That'd be cute. So, yeah. Right. We would look good on the should Angela do it. brand. We should do it and collaborate with her. But anyways, that show is coming too. But Basketball Wives is so good this season. There's it a is. new lady on there mm. named Vanessa Ryder and her and her bangs that oh, I told God. you about last week. Remember I told you she looked like a whisk yes. broom in the face? Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's Halloween. She looks like... Yeah, Bro. in the face, in the face. In the- uh, she looked like somebody rolled her hard, uh, but she <laughs> uh, she's raising all kind of hell, stirring up trouble. Her and Clayana, who had on a two little fur coat last week, um, they've been raising hell. Brooke Bailey's been looking <laughs> incredible on this show. Amazing, um, oh, beautiful. It's woman. good to see Jennifer and Evelyn be cordial to one another and 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 back yes. in scenes together, looking cute. All the things that we fell in love with about Basketball Wives are there, except for Malaysia. And I wish she would come back to complete the set for me as a viewer. I look yeah. forward to her being there. But the go, the back and forth, the the arguments, the the looks, everything's there. This is a I know Basketball Wives have fallen off for a bit. It's back on track and better than ever. So tune in to Basketball Wives. They have a brand new series as well called Basketball Wives Orlando that airs immediately after. So Ooh, if you watch that, yeah, they was throwing them things this week. Is that the one with Brittany? With Brittany yeah, no, Brittany Renner no, is on, on the original cast. Basketball she Wives. She on Evelyn oh, now. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she's raising hell in thick wigs. Um, I'm Brittany Renner. Yeah. I'm so problematic. Yeah, no, your hairstylist is problematic. <laughs> Why is your wig? She had a down wig, a down wig. It's right. like they got down feathers in it. They they uh, real try hard. See how you got a bubble wig? Why you got a, a, a Canada goose? Page boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? At is first, going I didn't on? get what he meant by down downfield. <laughs> yeah, downfield. You thought he was being gay? Oh down. my no, god! Right. I was like, "What's the down wig?" I don't know. <laughs> when it's thick, wow, like no, a winter cold. Back to Orlando. Yeah, but the Orlando cast is great. They're newer, younger girls. Um, a lot of new faces that you probably don't know, and one face that you do know, which is Megan James, and she's Megan mm. Jamesing the cast, and it's great. Basketball Wives is in full swing and shout out to the team over there um, at Paramount that put this together. Um, So that's been great. Also, again, I can't stress it enough. Love and Marriage Huntsville, y'all. You have got to watch Love and Marriage Huntsville. This season is good. This season is good. Melody had me crying crying and a star (laughs) was born in Kiki Jabbar, first cousin of Letitia Scott. Who had a moment where she st- she threw a, she threw a drink on her cousin, and the way she stood up in, in, in victory after she was walking away from the table, it was iconic. It was iconic, <laughs> and my eyes are able Maybe to recognize that again. behavior. I'll send you the scene, and then you can tell me what you think. <laughs> um, shout out to Carlos King for those who are interested. Carlos King interviewed Erica Mena. It's her first time speaking after oh, the Spice incident. If you're interested in what mm-hmm. she had to say, check that out. Shout out to Carlos for grabbing that exclusive. Um, mm-hmm. Also, Real Housewives of Potomac and Married to Medicine come back November 5th. Yes. That's this Sunday, y'all. <gasps> Married oh, to Medicine yay! and Potomac come back to TV this Sunday. Sunday's going to be a hot happy. day. 
Watch Bravo Sunday. Keep your eyes on Bravo because Bravo Con is taking place this weekend in Las Vegas. So there will be live footage airing of panels and all kinds of exciting mess that takes place when you get all those Bravo celebrities in one room. They'll all be in Vegas and it's going to be a good time. So make sure you check that out and see what's up with everybody. Um, And then also watch the season premieres of Married to Medicine season 10 and then Real Housewives of Potomac season 8 on November 5th. And that's it. I ain't got to worry about another damn thing Have you watched the reunions? Of which show? New York. New York. Uh, yeah, I did watch. I watched the Roni reunions. Yep. I'm I'm going I'm to hang on and watch for season two and see what's up. Uber kept getting the last word and that was funny to me. I was like, Uber don't care about nothing. They talking about she just going to get the last word. And every time she, she yeah. argued, she, she didn't care the about last. the structure. No, nope. she just <laughs> the wanted time. the last word. And she right. got that motherfucker and I was rolling. <laughs> <laughs> um, that had me laughing. Jenna was was just taking it all in, and that was funny to me. <laughs> um, Sai be lying, you know what I'm saying? And I had Sai, you can see straight through the facade. There's a lot to like about Sai, but then there's a lie as well, you know what I'm saying? That you mm. can see is obviously there, so there's a disconnect. I'm interested to see how that pans out in season two, or whether or not she mm. decides to just fully step into her villain shoes. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So we're going to see what's up with her. Season two, I think, should be interesting. Again, I've made the um, desire that a black American woman is added to the cast. I think that'd be a great addition Mm. to round this group of women out. Um, That'd be interesting. Absolutely. And there's a lot of bad black women walking around New York City. Okay, I know them personally. So Mm. um, check that out. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's all I got to say, baby. Let's get the fuck out of (laughs) here. And that means that that's it for this week's episode. We love you guys so much. Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the friend zone podcast, where we have the video version of this episode, as well as extra content and live streams every month. So we love you so much. Thank you for listening. And we'll catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. 